Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVid.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. We are going to give away a car in a little bit, Bob. Far out. About an hour. Cool. We've been doing that um, handicap deal. Right. Where we're giving away a handicap van to someone in need, and they've been submitting some amazing nominations. Their stories. Really nomination. Really good nomination. We haven't given a car win there in, gosh. Cars three, that care, yes. You know, three months, something like that. Cars that care. Keys to a better life. In other news... Dwayne Haskins in Steelers Land. Mike, did you ever? I mean, this is this story's a month old. You know when he passed away mm-hmm. in Southern Florida. But I, it just hit me this morning. I was like, whatever happened with that deal? Because it didn't smell right. What? You got a quarterback, a pro quarterback, crossing an interstate at six thirty in the morning and gets run over by a dump truck. All right. Well, odd, yeah. But the story is that he ran out of gas and he was walking to go get gas and he got hit by a dump truck. On the side of the road. And I've been doing a little um, investigative reporting this morning. Uh-oh. And it was, it's pretty easy to find, actually. But the story seems to be another one bites the dust. The rut of the deer got another one. Do you know what you know what deer season is, J.D.? Yes. Do you know why it's deer season? No. It's because they go in the rut. And the rut is when you're horny. Ooh. Oh. Mating season. You got Gigi's attention. Gigi, right. <laughs> so, so Gigi, when... when, when when the women go into heat, mm-hmm. then the men want to get on it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's called the rut. That's called the rut. And the men come out of the woods to screw the ladies. Makes sense. But the, the scent in the, is in the air, and yep. it makes them do stupid things. So the big guys are very, very smart about the deer going through the woods and hiding in the river bottoms all year long where nobody can see them. But that... Magic hoo-ha that you called it, Gigi. That's right. Tales dra- of the magic hoo-ha. They'll walk across a pasture. They'll walk across an interstate in southern Florida. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's no. what happened. That's what happened. No way. Are you serious? <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. His. Yeah. I mean, there's no proof, but there's been a couple people that have said that they have personally interviewed um, witnesses that there's a drunk woman passed out in the car and he is walking trying to get away and almost gets hit by several cars so he's wasted and he's with some gal oh. on an all-nighter at 6 30 in the morning wow and mm. he got smoked by a dump truck yeah you, you know i mean waste and that's kind of like the deer you know like thousand yard shot two thousand yard i mean a hundred yard shot well right? there's two deer seasons when it comes to traffic, right? This is the early deer season where they're like, I gotta find me a girl. <laughs> I gotta, right. there's, there's one right there. And no, that's a GMC. Like, you know, that's not a, and, you, and they get hit in the road a lot. This well, time of year, they're running around. Later in the year, they're just trying not to get killed. Well, I mean, it gets so bad, you know, like people sight their guns in for 100 yards, 200 yards, some 300 yards, crazy shots, right? Because they can't get close enough. But in the rut, in the right time, you could hit them with a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I come to your door right in the head. Well, I'm looking at you. Oh, oh. 
Hey, it's the deer. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, y'all see any, uh, any does? Yeah, yeah, we have. I've been looking for a gal. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Peter. Uh -huh. I'm Capcorn. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I like Papa Roach and Pearl Jam. Oh. Uh, I, I write a little bit of poetry. Not very good, but I'm, I'm taking part in a workshop. Uh, uh, my favorite color is orange. Of course. Of course. <laughs> If y'all see any gals, tell her to come see me at Slim Buck 69. Oh. Gotcha. Slim Buck 69. 800-800-7234. That's why. I don't know why they just... 800-800-7234. 800-800-radio. You know, this F1 thing's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Race cars? Right. Miami's got the big one today. Well, that's one that goes all through the city, actually, right? Yeah, Long Beach had one a month ago. Austin's having one in a couple of months. Austin's gotten real large, too. Austin's having one. Oh, yeah. They've got the, oh, what's that arena called? Not arena, but the track called um, in Austin. Oh, okay. They, they had a Rolling Stones concert there four months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant like one of these Le Mans type thing where they drive through town and crazy. Because that's going to be hard to do in Austin. That's true. The homeless F1. <laughs> <laughs> you have to avoid them. <laughs> It'd be like. <laughs> In this turn, you have 10 city you must avoid. <laughs> you, you swing through the 10th section. <laughs> Take a right on Guadalupe, then a hard loop left on San Jacinto. Run that blue tent. <laughs> Oh. Man. Now, I'll watch F1 if that I, happens. Oh, I'd watch that all day. <laughs> to practice, they went driving through Santa Monica and Venice Beach <laughs> to get ready for the Austin <laughs> downtown F1. Oh, we got a hold of that Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Coleman. Coleman 10. <laughs> Look out, she's on a bike! <laughs> what happened? Well, I was taking a turn, and this dog came out. Yeah. And I missed, I swerved to miss the dog, and I hit a cooler. <laughs> And then all this PBJ went everywhere. We're not, this shouldn't be. No, no you stop. Yeah, we, you we did need this, stop. JD. I started it. I yeah. didn't start it. Mm -hmm. See, I'm the one who has to deal with this stuff during the week. I didn't do anything. No, yeah, I, that's what I say every week. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I spend my week saying exactly those words do to the powers that be. Callback. JD looks like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> but I didn't do anything. Last week, it was over my son's story, my story, when I was making fun of my son. My name is John Clay Wolf. Why are you wanting me to reset? What do you mean reset? The story. Oh, no. I'm not telling it again. Oh, no. Thank no. you. <laughs> Thank you for that offer. Thank you for that offer to reset to that story. Deeper. Mike, but I'm not. I've already spent three hours talking about that story with lawyers and programmers. I yeah. agree. I support you 100%. Whatever it was, no. Just don't. Just Let's just skip it. No, I mean, I, I can tell it the way I want it, but I'm not. Anyway, I, I spent last week having to talk about that. And the guy that got me in trouble for it just is just laughing right now. He's just giddy, 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 giddy. He just loves it. What happened? Well, you can't I, tell us what yeah, happened. No, but no, it was it was when I was talking about being at the Mexican food restaurant and and we we're making fun of I was making we were making fun of my son being dressed. He's so European. I get you. He, he's Danish. How in the world did that get you in trouble? He's super duper Danish. So he had on, you know, his, his Adidas 
sweats and is a white Adidas shoes. Yeah. He's not super duper Danish. He just looks it. Yeah. And and he, when when he had on the European uniform, quit, Bob. I got it. Uh, when he put on the European uniform, which is you know like either Levi's and or or sweats and Converse. I get it. Um, he just really looked Euro weird, making fun of it. And I had to anyway. Uh, the things that people have. Get I can't about. make fun of my own children I anymore. Know. Oh, but you do it so well. Thank you. I try. And, <laughs> and they take it so well. Damn. They they actually give me material. He gave me some material this morning on the way out the door. The 15-year-old. But we can't talk about it? Uh, no, I took it off my rental list. And it's the funniest oh, thing I've ever talked about in my life. On. I can't. Please. We want to know. JD, you want to get retired early, don't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> really. It was just about a, you know, my, my ex-wife had a. No. No. You can't do it. You're right. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. you're him, there now. Yeah, you almost it. got him. Yeah, you almost got him. <laughs> All right, let's change channels. How about just I was going to steal her friend. Okay. But it's a long story. What else have you got? You Daddy? know what's not a long story is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the inductions this year for 2022. Uh, we'll start the montage here. Are some people on it. You'll know all of them. Cut number five. Carly Simon. Oh, yeah. Next one's kind of a hook. Oh, really? She made it. Dolly Parton. Boobs. <laughs> wow. She's going to accept, too. And then there's... No. Lionel Richie. Really? Yeah. I thought he was already in there. Rock and roll all the time. Like the, the girl, the blind girl that made them. Eurythmics. Wow. Ooh, good. Yeah, they're great. Eminem. Eminem. Oh, pre-K is going to be so right. I know. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then Duran Duran. Oh, Duran Duran. Huh. Yeah, they're pretty cool. A couple more here for you. How about... Pat Benatar. Okay. Okay. And finally... Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. You know that one, John. Breaking the law. That's your old friend Rob Halford. He's awesome. Now, Judas Priest. Is, Judas Priest actually didn't make the main ballot. They're receiving the Music Excellence Award. Inductions coming up November the 5th in L.A. And Dolly at first said she wasn't going to accept it because she's not rock and roll. And now she's decided to go ahead and accept it. She talked Ooh. to her other two family members, and they both said yes. Though so I'm extremely left flattered. boob and right boob, and grateful to be nominated. You're so bad. Thank I don't. You. She said she didn't feel like she'd earned it, but. They talk to is anybody girl. listening to JD? No, I am. not really. I am trying to. I just what I do is I. I, back, I didn't know if anybody was listening to JD. I, I wasn't listening to JD. Yeah, I know you never do. It, but Gigi, I was listening to her because her sexy voice. Oh, She's got Dolly you. Parton boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I mean, if you take that voice, put big Dolly Parton boobs on it, and a good. And what wig would you go with with that day? Um, definitely a blonde one. Okay. <laughs> Gigi, will you take us out? My inner blonde child. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. We'll be right back with more after this. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Please don't take him just because you Hey there, it's Gigi Drummond from the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle and pick it up. No hassles, no worries. Our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do. 
presents The John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. And this is the quick hit minute where we bid cars on the radio for our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com. This Mother's Day weekend, remember, if you haven't done it yet, you better get your wife some flowers right now. Gordon Boswell Flowers is who we use. John, a F450 Lariat Dually. So 450, yes. an F450, so it's a one and a half ton, right? Yes. How many miles a gallon does that thing get? Eight? Uh, uh, 1,578. Oh, those are the miles. Now, what's the fuel mileage on a, on an F450 these days? Uh, on the city, it actually does about 17 and a half. That's amazing. Yes, I was very surprised. How many miles do you have on it? 1,578. Okay, it's a 2020. Does 70,000 buy it? 2022. Ah, 2022. Does, does, what's the sticker on it? 78. 78. Does sticker buy it? No. What buys it? 80. 80, that's fine. Um, where are you sitting? Houston. Houston. So I have an office in Memorial. I have one by Intercontinental. And I have another one in Sugarland. Which one are you closest to? Park Memorial. Okay. Go to givemethevin.com and um, okay. throw in the license plate. Say, John bought my truck for 80000 and um, line it. Do you have a title or is there a payoff? There's a payoff. Okay. We'll, we'll pay off the payoff. We'll pay you the difference. How much is the payoff? Uh, about 69 Okay, so we're going to give you the check for the spread. We're going to pay off Ford Motor Credit or whoever it is. You hand us the keys. Okay. It'll be, you know, just like all the thousands of reviews online for Give Me the Vin. Easiest deal ever. All right. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Mm-hmm. Jason in in Maryland. A 19 center is not worth 20000 no, I didn't think it was, but that's what CarMax on the phone offered nineteen two. They lied. That, that it ain't worth a nineteen Sentra. First of all, they don't bid on the phone, but a nineteen Sentra, Sentra, the little one, like a Corolla SV with twenty. Yep. Mm-mm. What sticker on that thing? It doesn't matter. Car's too high. If that's what they want to do on the phone, run it up there in person and see what you can get. Hell, if you can just that's shame, it. if you can just shame them into three thousand close to that number take it take it and then yeah, send me a check for 500 telling me thanks for the advice john my name is john clay wolf i buy cars on the radio for america's best car buyer give me the vin.com this is the john clay wolf show get a haircut buttercup america's largest weekend morning show 800 800 radio Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. So, Michael Turley, you hired the fella back the drinking fella. Otis. Remember Otis from the Andy Griffith show? Yes. We, we, we brought him back? Yes, Otis is back. We got him out of the jail. 
part of the test that I had him do for <laughs> rejoining. So you're the Barney in this case? Yeah. Make uh, sure that he can say certain things. Peter Pepper. That's, that's all that qualifies for rehiring at GiveMeTheVin.com. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> no, no, no. So we'll just stick with Otis so that we don't um, say your name on the air. Hey, Otis. Otis, good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? Good. Good, good. Where have you been, man? Oh, this, so this Otis worked for us um, for years. Y- you know, all companies have it. That guy that produces a lot, but he has personal drama, and he goes away, and then he comes back, and you let him back in because he produces a lot, and everybody likes him. And then he gets personal drama, and then he leaves again. Is this your fourth lap? Um, I to be honest with you, I'm not sure. We lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it is four. Yes. Um. Fourth, uh, I need fishing hole. I don't have it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I got it somewhere. Yeah, I've got to have the Andy Griffith. Um, hey, there you go. I'll whistle it. Right, right. <laughs> um, color it in, Mike. There it is. There you okay, are. there it is. So when we're gonna do a bit with Otis from Andy Griffith, we need to have fishing hole ready. Do you understand? We gotta get our stuff together. We're starting to act like a bunch of drunks around here, and he just showed up. It fits in, right? <laughs> okay. So, where have you been and how long have you been gone, Otis? So, I left about a year ago at the end of March, and I have traveled the country going in and training F&I departments for a income development company. Mm-hmm. Well, you left us for a better opportunity, but you're back. I am back. Why did you leave us for better opportunity and you came back? Because this is the third time that you've left us for a better opportunity. It's not <laughs> you gotta you gotta expect a little ball busting here, Otis. I mean, you've left us four times and we keep letting the old dog back in. I mean, you can't just walk in and think that you're not gonna get your balls busted, right? Uh, I'm here. You're looking offended to me. Uh, no. Are you offended? No, I'm here. Right. Do you need a drink? I've got one over here. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't drink. So we're I've good. heard that a few times, Otis. <laughs> Be nice. Are you still married? Flag on the play. I am still married. <laughs> All right. Same lady? Yep. How's she? She's fine. Is she nursing? Yep. All right. Yep. So when you left us last time, what I'm bitching about everybody is we've got this guy that we like that's a good producer, and he would he would be higher up in the company if he just sit still for a minute. So he gets about a year and a half in, and then he jumps the fence for greener pastures, and then he comes back. And here we are again. So when Mike says, can I hire Otis back? I was like, of course you can. He produces. He's great. We love him. But we want to give you, I mean, how long, how many laps do you have to do? And how big does this company have to get for you to realize if you sit your ass down and be consistent, then you would be up there with those other guys that are making the big money. I understand I'm here. Do you understand? Do you understand? I do. Okay. What is it that you didn't understand before? It's not that I didn't understand anything. It's a great company. No, but what did you not understand about it? Why do you have to keep leaving and coming back? I'm here. I know you're here, but I'm asking you a question. You might not be here if you don't get the right answer. Why do you have to keep leaving and coming back? What is it that makes you keep leaving? All right, so here's a quick quiz. I couldn't tell you that. 
No, 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 I'm serious. I'm being serious. You can't tell me why you keep leaving? I had an opportunity to go and, and build a company. And yeah, Then where's that company? Why are you here? I'm here because I want to come back and no, help no, build no, no, this no. company. No, 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 where's that deal? That was so great. It's in Houston. Okay, so why are you not there? Because I wanted to come home. Uh, no, you didn't want to come home. They didn't do what they told you they were going to do. They changed your pay plan like everybody does. They lie to you on the front end. They tell you $10,000 a month like everybody in the car business. $10,000 a month. They can't do it times 12. They cannot say $120,000 a year. It's always got to be a month. It's got to be the one month that you made $12,000 or the one month that you made $13,000. And then for the rest of your life in the car business, I make $13,000 a month. No, you don't. You made it one time. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the industry. Look Further, look deeper, think longer. Hundred thousand a year, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, maybe a hundred eighty. Don't think monthly. Don't think daily. It's small thinking, dude. And you're too damn good to be that damn stupid, because you're not stupid. But you're one of the best guys we have, and I'm just tired. I want this to be the last round of this, because I want you to do what I know you can do. Do you want to? Yes, sir. Is your wife listening? Maybe. I hope. All right, I'll see you at work. Thank you. And that's another episode of Of The Office. The Office. (laughs) It's more of a drama now. What have you got, J.D.? (laughs) We have another drama. We have Joan Jett and Ted Nugent mad at each other. They're having a little feud in the media as of late. It all started after Ted said that Joan doesn't belong on the Rolling Stones list of the 100 greatest rock guitarists. Oh, really, Mr. Ted? Of course, Joan Jett had some very incendiary things to say about Ted in a new interview. This is Ted's response, by the way. It'll be cut number four. So I'm talking about the top 100 guitar player list on Rolling Stone magazine. And I mentioned that Joan Jett, I love Joan Jett. I mentioned how I love Joan Jett. I love her music. She's the real McCoy, down and dirty garage band. Joan, I love you. I said nothing but nice things about her. I just said there's a lot of killer guitar players that are really killer guitar players. And Joan's just a, a good guitar player. She makes great music. So then she got wind of it and just viciously attacked me personally that I was jealous because I'm not on it. I'm not jealous that I'm not on. It's just, let's be honest. Woohoo! Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree with him a little bit. Joan, she's a good guitarist, but you don't think of Joan Jett as the greatest guitarist. No, he's time. right. It's just garage band rock, yeah. sure. But she's a darling of the there rock you go. press. That's what got her on the list. So he has a point. I don't always agree with Ted in this case. I no, but when you think great guitarists, you think Clapton, you think Ingve Malmsteen, oh Eddie Van Halen, yeah. you know, blinding, fiery leads. She doesn't do leads. No. She's got a lead guitarist for that. Right. But, you know, uh, in a list of 100, I would think they would both be on that list. Uh, is she in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Okay. She was in before the Doobie Brothers, and I'm still a little pissed about that. <laughs> I'm still butthurt. Gigi, do you think I was too hard on old boy? You know, I you, you hear something and then you feel badly for the person. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I think if he needs to talk, I'm available. Do what? If he needs to talk, I'm available. <laughs> that was pretty harsh. Well, do you think I was too hard on him? Yeah, I'm nope. like, wow, we've got abandonment issues. Abandonment? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's saying I have oh. abandonment issues. Yeah, you left me and you left me again and I took you back and you left me. <laughs> I think it was 
talked about other people doing this before, other things in the car business. It's, it's a cycle it's in a our cycle. industry. Right, in the industry. Yeah. Not necessarily Otis, but the industry does yeah, this. Yeah, but, but I like G. She, yeah. I sounded like a scorned woman, huh? Yeah, you did. I was wondering, like, wow, is this an abusive relationship or what? I'm taking you back again, sweetie. Don't do me wrong. Don't do me like that. That's mm-hmm. funny. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, grab the podcast. It'll go up here um, about two this afternoon. This Mother's Day weekend, that was my Mother's Day bitch down. I gave to Otis the drum. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you have no idea, G. I mean, you you, you mm-hmm. don't remember how long this is. We've had him on Turley five times. Yeah, this is well, this is four. He's disappeared drunk. No, no, how many times, times have we had him on the show? Oh, yeah, at least five, five times. So, yeah. so he'll disappear. He'll go on a bender, G. And when he comes oh. back. Um, we'll have him on the show to get back in the door and and to listen to the promises. <laughs> so this has been going on for seven years. That's why there's a little more to it than what you just heard. Yeah, he must be pretty good, though, because you keep taking him back. <laughs> <laughs> must and be. now, Tales of the Magic <laughs> We'll be back in a minute. My name's John Clay Wolf, and this is Joan Jett. And this is the Gimme the Vin is who sponsors the show. If you'd like to sell your car, go to gimmethevin.com. Happy Mother's Day. Be right back. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, Gimme the Vin. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth. Washington, D.C. Houston. Los Angeles. Austin. Las Vegas. Sacramento. San Diego. Salt Lake City. And like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. Listen to all those towns we're in. And then listen to all this Elon Musk stuff. About going to Mars. I mean, we can't even live in Vegas or California, man. <laughs> How are we going to live on Mars? <laughs> we don't have enough water. Vegas is low. They're so low that dead bodies are literally rolling out of Lake Mead. Like, <laughs> literally. Ro- dead bodies from the mob days are rolling out of Lake Mead. Isn't that crazy? Because the water level is at a so point low. that the poor bastards that got put in a barrel and thrown in the lake with concrete. They're coming out. They're coming out. It's like the zombie show. What's that called? It's not funny. <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny. Well, we're laughing, but it's not no, funny. I mean, the the mob movies are the best movies of all time. Yeah. So obviously we're into it. We know what happens in them. They, they put them in barrels and they put them in Lake Mead. They got a lot of holes out there in the desert. They got a lot of holes out there. Tommy Carbone, good morning. Hey, hey, Tommy, what's up? I, I watched Donnie Brasco this week for the first time in my life. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Isn't that weird? Wow. I mean, delightful. How did I miss that? Oh, was well, it good? Yeah, it was good. You know what? What cued me onto it was Johnny Depp. He is the lead character oh. in in Al Pacino in Donnie Brasco, which was a mob show from 1997. Was that all? And they said that Donnie Brasco was a true story, and mm-hmm. um, Tommy Carbone that he got more of you guys arrested than anybody. Yeah, that's it. you know the story of Donnie Brasco, the uh, FBI informant. You know, he was he was inside the uh, crew there with Sonny Red for a long time. Right. Sonny Black, excuse me, I get him mixed up. Sonny Red, Sonny Black. Sonny Black, Sonny Red. And then, of course, Lefty. 
mm-hmm. Lefty Ruggieri, who was a good guy. And he really, Al Pacino played him so good. Mm-hmm. He talked just the way that Al Pacino talked. Donnie, Donnie, buy some pants, Donnie. It's not a rodeo. Dress like I dress. It's not a rodeo. It was great. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Still kind of hates my feelings, though, you know, because he was a good guy. And I don't want to get into it now. We'll do it later. But but watching Johnny Depp act on the stage the last two weeks on national television versus it's a dueling banjo of acting between his ex-wife, Amber Heard, and himself in these uh, courtroom proceedings. And it's just hilarious. Did you see her snort cocaine in the courtroom yesterday? Yeah. Allegedly. What? Allegedly. Did you see it? I saw it. Allegedly. What do you think? I don't have a comment. Can you do that? Can you snort coke in of the... Of course. No, no. From an, a tissue like that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It looked like she snorted coke on film. That'd be awfully... That'd be pretty brazen and Brazen, bold. yeah. And it would help his case tremendously if that was the case. Oh, my God. But there'd be no way to prove it. Um. So, I mean, do you think women sit around thinking about doing drugs all the time while he was talking about doing drugs? That it just got her thinking about it, so she decided to take a just a quick hit. <laughs> I do know she missed crying in acting class 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tears are kind of important. Have you watched mm-hmm. any of it, Gigi? Yeah, I've been following that, and that's what my comment was. You forgot your tears, sweetie. <laughs> speaking you of with your voice, speaking not of your tears. What women think of. I think we should do a little game show. Okay. Okay. We we have a new poll out actually from Women's World magazine. It's a new poll of women between forty and sixty. Like a stripper poll? Nope. This is actually they ask them questions, John. Oh. It's a different kind of poll. Gotcha. Not your favorite kind of poll, but this is where <laughs> they actually ask people questions. And they said, What do women between forty and sixty think about mostly during the day? And the what top, do top, women yeah. that are forty plus Yes Think about during the day. Top answer. Mm. Well, each of I us. I do- know what I think about during the day. Well, let, let, let's let's each of us do three real quick. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll take the pool man, <laughs> kids, and balancing the checkbook for eight hundred. Alex. Kids is number two. Okay. Wow. Hmm. And the pool man is just pool a, man. It was a joke. Just a joke for yeah. you know what? dirty mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. What's your mm-hmm. answer, Turley? I'm going to go with uh, spending money. Number five is shopping. Is that- yes! All right. <laughs> All right. Mine was balancing the checkbook after the money, a- after yeah. the uh, purge. There you go. Cooking. Eh. Didn't make the top five. They don't think about that, dude. That's like a, I got to put this together quick. Uh, go ahead. I mean, cooking, they're, they're, how, the how are they going to feed everybody? That's, yeah. that's what I'm going with. Okay. Well, that's back to the balancing the checkbook. Do okay. we have plenty? Let's take everybody out so I don't have to cook. And, and, and the kids, number two. And wait. Oh. Strangely oh. enough, that didn't make the list, and I oh. think it should have been. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's because they won't talk about it, man. Yeah. Listen, this is this is where I get in trouble, guys. <laughs> right here? Yeah, right here is the point where I get in trouble with, with the national programmers. Mm-hmm. Because we've got a handful of guys, and we're going to give our locker room speech to each other Ooh. about what we think about what women should be thinking about their weight. What? I didn't say that. What? What? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. This is more bounce to the ounce, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at some of the of the top porn stars, they're not skinny people. Okay. My my favorite. See again. This, this is where I slide off the edge and get in yeah, trouble. There he goes. My favorite this moment is is uh, not a little gal. And what's her name? 
Natasha Nice. Hang on, let me write this down. <laughs> Natasha Nice. Bobo's favorite favorite porn star at the moment. Is right now, just, just N- these days. N- Natasha Nice. N-I-C-E? Yeah. Okay. And who was it before? Because you said right now is like... Little Buff Babe. <laughs> <laughs> who? Say it again. Wow. Say it again. Little Buff Babe. Okay. Mm. Little buff babe. Okay, and before that, do you have another one? Oh gosh, man! Before that, it's hard to remember. I get a new one about every ninety days. You I mean, but, I mean, if you really liked them, you'd remember the song. I mean, well, you, no, but see, the clips are only like twelve minutes, and you like, you know, you run out. You don't know the the third one's name. The, you mean the two, like three ago? But just give me one more of Bob's faves. Uh oh oh oh, Carly Gray. Carly Gray. <laughs> Okay, and again, JD, yeah. the mind of a, of a man between 40 and 60, we've just walked right off of our whole game show I know. and gotten into porno names. I kept mm-hmm. thinking in the middle, are we going to get back to our list? So somebody yes. needs to be responsible and bring me back. Well, okay. you ask me anyway. And the three things women think about. Yep. Are you ready for this? Ready yes. to go. Okay. Uh, checkbook was one of mine, by the way, John, but I got another one. Work. Ah, number four. Thank you very Jobs much. Jobs or careers. Girls. What's know. girls mean? Girls it means they think about girls, like in that way. Oh yes, they do. Okay. Oh yes, they do. Bob's and got a number six. Hang on, girls. Go ahead. Season four of Ozark. <laughs> nope. Didn't show up. It's on not the on list. there. Didn't show up on the list. That's probably an old list. The list is. GG. What's the deal? The oh, let me, deal is. Um, let me let me walk uh, up the list. Okay, okay. Give her number one. All right, Ready? Because all right. I think she knows. Number five is shopping, like we said. Number four is jobs or career. Number three is. Getting away. Things that women are thinking about during the day. Right. For this is, yeah, most of their time spent. Getting away or travel, number three. Kids is number two. And number one, Gigi, what is the number one? (laughs) Sex. Definitely sex. I mean, I think about this a lot. Like, if you knew the last time you had sex was going to be the last time you had sex, what would you have done differently? (laughs) I think about that like every single day. Wow. Several times a day. Women like, over 40 Maybe spending. I would have made it last longer, or maybe I would have done it twice, but yeah, so. Yeah, sucks. yeah, done it twice. Yeah, don't you think about that? Well, that was, no, that was my. Think about that because you're getting it on on the regular, but for those of us who don't, it's like, yeah, I remember that one time. Mm. <laughs> so, so some, of the, some, some of the audibles you would have called or what? Radio, mm. radio friendly. You said radio friendly? Yeah. The one time. I mean, when you things think you would have done different. What would I have done differently? I would have made it last. I would have gone back for seconds and thirds. I would have <laughs> lost my inhibitions. I would have been a wild woman. I would have gotten my freaky freak on. Like, damn, I didn't know that it was going to be the last time for real. So, like, okay, yeah. So, sex. we put your picture up on the John Clay Wolf Show Facebook page. We did a call out for potential mates. You had like, a hundred guys that were catcalling you in a nice way. Yeah, but you guys are supposed to make the selection. You guys are guys. You know what guys want. Oh See, and this is where you're too damn needy. I know, right? <laughs> That's why you love me. I brought it all up to you. Pictures of the guys. Dear mm-hmm. Gigi, here's what I would do with you on a date. All the da-da-da-da. So there's 70 of them there. Or a hundred of them there. And you didn't even know they were there until I showed it to you about four I days know, ago. I know, right? Yeah, so you're so barren. Sitting right? in the corner thinking about sex. Right. Here they are, and you have not, have you reached out to anyone? No, I have not. I'm waiting for you guys to make the top ten so I can make some dates. <laughs> Jade, That's right. 
But see, I already have one needy woman. I don't need two. <laughs> well, you got two. You got two, so deal with it. Bobo, can you help her with it? Because I'm, I'm no, a, no, that's JD's job. Don't tell that's just, right. How JD's did this my get baby. To be my job. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Gigi, you know I love you, and you know I do. And I mean, yeah, when you come you to too. town, I'm your man. But that, that's how our did mantra. This get to be my job. That's our mantra. She's needy. You are giving. That's right. You're perfect together. I know. I can't right? do he that. He takes such good care of me. I do. Yeah, it was okay. Quite an experience. That's right. <laughs> Everywhere we went, you left something. You get a list. <laughs> I know. With names and phone numbers on it, and she hasn't reached out to anybody. I know. In other news, a Florida deputy caught selling drugs out of a patrol car. <laughs> what's best Good about, morning, Florida. What's best about this is the way the sheriff described it after the story. Have you got the story, J.D.? 17, too. Do, yeah. This guy's a volunteer deputy for the sheriff's department, and undercover cops from the city PD caught him selling drugs out of the back of a sheriff's patrol car. Yeah. 17. I am hotter than a bare butt on a tin roof in August. Our undercover <laughs> says, you in the popo car? He goes, yeah. He won't be in it for long, yeah. but he's in it now. The sheriff's got a pure Mayberry approach. I'm hotter <laughs> than a bear's butt in a bag full of granola being eaten by G.G. Drummond. <laughs> where, where in Florida do you know? This has to be pan- not Miami. This right. <laughs> this is Panhandle, Jacksonville North uh, accents. Yeah, All right. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'm hotter than a bear's butt on a tin roof on a hot August day. Polk County, wherever that is. Don't know where Polk County is. Um, we do have real quick, Larry. You've got uh, a you have mob ties and you have some insight about Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, first, uh, you, you guys are great, uh, first of all. I hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, bo- I was born up in New Jersey, and uh, the real mob is Longy Abner Zwillman, Murder, Inc., right. then Lucky Lucien, yeah, Meyer Lansky. In the John Clay Wolf Show, which will be right back after these messages. John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like WCHI Rock 95.5, Chicago's Rock Station, and Odessa's KFZX Classic Rock 102.1. Catch the live stream now online at johnclaywolf.com. And we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. John Clay Wolf Show. Every Saturday morning. We're very, very sorry. Not sorry. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Morning, everyone. As promised, we're going to have Melissa Rivers. You remember her, Joan Rivers' daughter, Fashion Police on in just a moment it is mother's day weekend remember well it's too late now if you haven't got the flowers you're screwed you just have to go to the grocery store you know they have little tents for the for the unresponsible husbands and fathers (laughs) (laughs) yeah where at the grocery store they literally have tents for them in the parking lot saturday night i'll be there so you can (laughs) run in there and grab your grab your stash but uh gordonboswell.com is is um, a great place to get the real stuff if you don't want to buy the ditch weed too late for Gordon Boswell's? 
Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's you, you can't order it today and it be there tomorrow. Okay. On a Sunday, on the busiest, I mean, oh, Mother's Day and Valentine's Day, you get you have to get. I, I, I warned everyone last week. You did. Every segment, mm-hmm. I warned everyone: get your s together, so that you can keep your old lady happy. Melissa Rivers. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. I feel like I know you, and I know you don't feel the same. You never know. Yeah, Peter um, Tilden has become such a influence and a friend, and a, he writes for me a little bit and just gives me advice and talks to me. He's just told me all the stories about you guys and, and the years of going to the Japanese place every Sunday and writing jokes with your mother for Fashion Police and whatever else she does or did. I mean, they, they wrote jokes together. He just told me stories how they would just sit. Peter and Joan would just sit on a bed with cue cards, and they just write who's coming up on the red carpet like pre-gaming it and, right. and he'd just start writing totally. bits totally. bits, and handing them to her and she'd go through them and throw most of them out keep a few throw some more out but they went through a lot of material to get the material that you two delivered live on television well first of all peter is family mm-hmm. peter is family with us um yeah i mean i don't think people really understand any comedic process and how much it takes to get one good joke. You know, everyone thinks everyone's just sort of winging it and they're not. I was actually just talking to uh, Gary Owen mm-hmm. on my podcast and we were discussing the fact that if someone does a special and it's a one hour special, none of that material can be used again. Right. So it takes another, you know, 15, 18 months continuously on the road to get a full new act. And I think very often people really do forget the, the major work and the major process that goes into it for comedians. It's hard. I've done stand-up, and it's way more difficult than doing radio. The, the hard thing about radio is everything has to be fresh every time. And these stand-up routines, they deliver the same routine. When Dave Chappelle goes on tour, the show, the set is pretty much the same. But see, that's harder for me to deliver a joke 10 times in a row and act like it's the first time you ever delivered it. Well, that's part of it. That's part of the, uh, <clears throat> that's part of the, the skill set. That's what that's they call talent. The act. <laughs> but the hardest thing with radio is having to fill so much time every day. Sure. Sure. What are you doing? You wrote a book. We're on the, we're on the phone with Melissa rivers. You remember her fashion police, her and her mother, Joan rivers. And, your award-winning fashion and pop culture host, reality TV star and actress, and executive producer, uh, perhaps best known as the creator of the modern red carpet event. Y'all, you, you and your mom, did you do it or you and your mom did it together? Uh, or was this your deal? Um, it was kind of, you know, and, and it was obviously we were already at E! at the time. Mm-hmm. And it, it was one of those moments of, well we should try this. And then next thing you know, you know, we had released the Kraken, as I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, still determined whether we, we helped humanity or helped bring down society and, and culture. I'm not really sure yet. Dumbed it down. Time will only, time, only time will tell. Sure. And, sure. Um, yeah, it, it's just one of those things that grew and grew and grew. And I, it, it's, you know, I look at it now and I think, wow, we really, you know, we're part of 
of changing walking into a and turned walking into an event walking into a building into an event sure 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 so the, now i wish that did i own it i wish <laughs> if i did i wouldn't be sitting here at 7 a.m la time talking to everybody <laughs> <laughs> well you do own this book that you just released called lies my mother my, my told mother her told me tall mm-hmm. tales from a short woman yeah it's actually my fourth book mm-hmm. um and it was fun it was during covid and my writing partner and i just needed to laugh so we wrote this absolutely silly way over the top book and we had a lot of fun being able to write in my mother's voice especially in the times of real political correctness and be able to push things really to the edge under, you know, sort of the safety net uh, of her voice and the frightening things that people keep asking me if it's a memoir. Sure. No, it is not a memoir. Well, I need some advice for you from you now, now that you bring this up. You're giving me advice or I'm, you're asking? Advice? I'm asking for advice, which is dangerous. Okay. Yeah, I swear to God, you. I can you sign this? Is this hold harmless, please? We're heading down an on ramp backwards. I get you. So, when you were doing this, I heard you say in this new day and time, which, as you know, comedy has changed. You're not allowed to make fun of people for who the. I mean, you know the rules. I mean, everything's yeah. changed. The woke movement. Did you write this book and didn't give a damn about any of that and just blaze on the way you normally do, or did you convert? Well, I think you. Everyone now has to has to sort of not self edit, but really gut check right um, your level of, your level of comfort with different things. Um, yeah, I mean, there were definitely when we were going to, we were like, oh, can't say that, can't say that, can't say that. Why? Why? That. Why? Why? You know, we, 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 def- why or yeah. yes? No, why? 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 You're writing a book. I, you, you don't have, who's censoring you? Well, first of all, you know, I was writing, you know, it, it had been sold. So you have to, you know, <laughs> that's who's censoring you. You know, I didn't want to give back the advance check. Right. Okay. So. There you go. That's the answer. Why? Yeah. Because yeah, I you know, can't because I'm on a national network, right? Right, and I have right. to answer to them every Monday morning. There's always something that I said that I get drugged oh, what, to the carpet on. Well, you, what did you, what did you say last week that you that you got in trouble for? Uh, I would, my my son is Danish. My wife is Danish. Like, my, I, I say, you set me up there like Danish, like more so not like a croissant, more like a country, a, a, like a little yeah, no, more like a pastry. Okay, got it. I'm on board. And and I can't even get into it because I don't want to have to go through it again on Monday morning. But he 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 looks a little European, but he was dressed. You, you know how Euros um, they dress, you know, white sneakers and and Adidas sweats and a white t shirt and the the Euro. You know the Euro look. You, totally okay. So he was just really done that way, and I, I kind of rolled it into a bit, but it touched on Ukraine, and all of a sudden I'm just you know terribly insensitive. So well, there you go. So okay, so you got it. Yeah. So. You know, A, I didn't want to give back the advance check. And B, I wanted to write a book that was just funny. Right. And does it push the envelope? Absolutely. Did we go through and do, uh, run it through a bunch of word checks for hot button words? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Did we have to pick some different 
words and, and ways of saying things? Absolutely. Did I allow it to cross the line into affecting the funny? No, I did not let that happen. If your mom was still alive, would she have elbowed you and say you're being weak? Just go ahead with it. Um, she did have very pointy elbows, but I was very quick at getting out of the way of them. No, I think she. I. I. I think she would have. You know, I don't know. I. I think she would have. Would have encouraged me to actually end up where we are. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think she would have wanted me to be a sacrificial lamb. Sure. We're talking to Melissa Rivers. You remember her from the red carpet, her and her mother, the shortest funny woman alive, Joan Rivers. And in the latter part of her career, it obviously seemed that she was passing the torch to you. When you were, I've got a question, when your youth, because I mean, Joan's been doing this all my life. So were you just set to set to set? I mean, the Tonight Show stuff when she was sitting in for Carson, were you sitting there as a fourth grader in in the audience or behind stage? You know, my parents really tried to create as much of a traditional environment as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, the, it, everything was very much based around family and family availability and moving as a group. And we would sit down to dinner every single night. And, you know, to the day my mom died, my friends either called her Mrs. Rosenberg or Mrs. R. And they never called her Rivers. Mm-hmm. A few dared to call her Joan, and everyone's eyes would roll back in their head in panic. Right. Um, uh, because her off-screen life was supposed to be protected and normal. Yes, exactly, exactly. So if I was backstage, I certainly wasn't sitting in the audience. If I was backstage, I was most likely doing homework or you know, coloring or, you know, whatever it was as a child, because the whole idea wasn't to be there when she was performing. The whole idea was to be there as a family and be able to have dinner afterwards or dinner before. Of course, there were times that there were very significant performances, Carnegie Hall, things like that, where you're much more involved in sort of the the, homework. So you haven't done a lot of radio because we said (laughs) we just had to dump that. Yeah, I just realized it as it came out of my mouth. I am very sorry. Because on my podcast, I can say whatever that so, I give you something else to dump. So, so Melissa Rivers still has a set of balls, everybody. We just no, established that. No idea. And you'll hear that when we replay our podcast later that's not edited. Um, Peter told me that your mother was one of the hardest working women or working people that he'd ever seen. He said her schedule between L.A. and New York and he um, was maddening absolutely she went back and forth every week um especially when we were in full production with fashion police and our reality show mm-hmm. so she would either be on the road working on in new uh on club dates and then she would at be what age here. like at what age like how how old was she when she was still doing club dates did she never stop? Uh, she, she did. She she performed the night before she died. And how old was she when she passed? 82. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> she performed a live stand-up club date the night before she died? Uh-huh. Happily. Gee, at 82 and years old. And went out to dinner with friends. And then in a weird twist of fate, one of my very good friends, mother had gone to see her that night. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, no, she was constantly working out new material, constantly working, happiest on stage. That's that's inspiring. I mean, that 
just just the fact that she was that age and she wasn't gardening she wasn't screwing around no she was still wide open gas pedal on the right hammer it, we oh, have yeah. we have more to do we're not done yet oh not even close to done no i mean she was still flying back and cross flying back and forth across the country once a week right for fashion police melissa rivers is who we're on the air with and she has a new book called lies my mother told me what, what did you say the other line i was about a short woman uh, all tales from a short woman tall tales from a short woman and i'm sure you can get that on amazon or barnes and noble or wherever it is and it is it out yet or is it fixed to come out um it has been out since mid-april it's a great mother's day gift i'm in sort of the second phase of my book tour mm-hmm. which i've been on for uh, over a month and you can go on Amazon, you can go to Target. I know, I think it's at Costco. I think it's at Costco. It's everywhere. It's legal. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, like you slipped in a moment ago, I just said fixing to come out. So I'm from, Dal- yeah. I'm from Dallas, and I'm criticized. But we're in Dallas. I, I, I'm criticized all over, you know. Where in Dallas? Uh, where in Dallas? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm actually in Fort Worth. I just say Dallas because it's easier to say Dallas. Well, I only ask because my son's girlfriend's from Dallas. She went to SMU. I went to SMU. My daughter's went to SMU. Oh, really? What year is your daughter? She's starting. She just graduated high school. So she's. Are you excited? Are you nervous? No, I'm super excited. She'll be right down the road. It'll be great. Yeah. So that's why I was asking what part of Dallas, because she grew up in Highland Park. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sure she did. (laughs) Of course she did. Now we we played geography, you know. But when I said fixing to, I lost her. Darn it. She got, she got something happened. Anyway, that's perfect time. That's too bad. But I was going to ask her, what else should I say besides fixing to? Because that's not like geographically correct. Preparing to. Getting ready. We're getting ready. I need to work on that. Yeah. Getting ready. ready. We're getting ready to go to a musical interlude right here on the John Clay Wolf Show, Mother's Day Weekend Edition. My name's John Clay Wolf. I'll be your host for the next several hours. That was Melissa Rivers, Joan Rivers' daughter, and she cussed on the radio, so we had to dump her. And we're fixing to be right back. (laughs) (laughs) The John Clay Wolf Show, every Saturday morning. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we bid a couple of cars real quick, and then we'll get back to a song and then come back to the show. Chris. Hi, I'm here. 11 Grand Cherokee, um, the good package with 150,000 miles, 140,000 miles. No, no, no. 140. Yeah. Just hit 140. Uh, it's 5, 6,000. 5, 6,000? Go to givemethevin.com and load it up. Speaking of cars and auctions last week, did y'all hear this? So we were selling a Ferrari. And this is funny because Angie and I, when we're selling the cars that GiveMeTheVin.com buys, and it's cut up into six different lanes, and we're going 500 miles an hour, and each car has a target price that's pre-programmed so the auctioneer sees what we're thinking it will bring. And they made a mistake on this one, and instead of putting 200000 they put 20000 And so she's sitting there selling hundred grand rigs. 180, da, da, da. And then she just bumped right into this, opens it at 17 grand. Like, what the hell are you doing? Wait, 17 grand? Yeah. <laughs> and she's running 100 miles an hour and she doesn't realize what she's done. And we've got to get to 200 grand. So that took a while. <laughs> you want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I hope it's edited. Yes. 
12 model. I'm going to give it a three yards. I'm going to give it a 17. I'm going to give it an 18. I'm going to give it an 18. Yes, sir. We're not selling a Ferrari Italia for 18 at this time, I don't think. It's a little short. I don't have a floor. I hear you. That's so funny. That shows how fast your mind's going. Or we need to be 100. Okay, guys. <laughs> so go ahead, Naj. Let's pump it to 100 grand. I'm going to give it an out five. I'm going to give it an out ten. I'm 100 grand. I'm going to give it an out. 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 We're running 5,000 other clicks. I'm going to give it an out. There we go. I'm going to give it an out. I'm going to give it an out. I'm going to give it an out. 172. I'm going to give it an out. 77. Now 82. I'm going to give it an out. I'm going to give it an out. 187.5. I'm going to give it an out. So, Angie, I can say without a doubt, you have traveled the most in the country this week for a bid starting at 18,000 and ending at 187. No doubt. For sure. I'm going to give it an out. That's embarrassing. I'm going to give it an out. 188. <laughs> Guys, we're not doing a countdown every time. Come on. I'm going to give it to 194. You want it? I'm going to give it to 5. So to 194.5. I'm going to give it to 1770. Oh, there you go. Poor thing. And we'll buy your Ferrari, your Lamborghini, your Porsche. Actually, on the John Clay Wolf Show uh, Facebook page, I'm going to post a couple of Porsches that we bought in North Carolina yesterday. We had a buyer go out and hit the road and go to some people's homes and pick up some really pretty cars. Be right back. Attention shoppers, you're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show, 800-800 Radio, just give them the vid. John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Ronnie James Dio on this Mother's Day special edition. Yes, we're live. It is Saturday morning. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. So, we do have a soft spot in our heart here on the show. And we give cars away to people in need. And since I had a terrible accident 17 years ago, and it left me... Um, I'm a, what do you call it, a recovered paraplegic. So I was in a wheelchair for a while and was fortunate enough to rehab and get it back. I still walk with a limp. I can't run. My calves don't work and I have to use wraps on my feet to keep them upright so that I can walk. But I'm lucky. They told you you'd never walk. Sure. But I'm super lucky, so I have a great big hole in my heart for, um, spot in my heart for people in wheelchairs. Because I was one of you. And I remember what it was like in navigating those um, handicap ramps and trying to get into cars, transferring from the chair into the car and transferring from the chair into all the mess. It's tough. It's real tough. So... When we get, uh, we buy handicapped cars from people because a lot of times handicapped people pass early. They die young. Sure. Because they're, they don't move enough. So their body doesn't get enough activity and they, the, the, it's not the recipe for a long life. Yeah. You don't see a lot of old people in wheelchairs that were in wheelchairs all their life. Anyway, so we get these handicapped vans from people that have deceased and we've been keeping them because I want to give them away to people in need. So, uh, I don't know. We've been running this for a couple of weeks now in some of the markets that we're on. Because we're on 65 cities across the country. But a handful of them we, we did. I, I didn't want to do the big major metros. I wanted to do the smaller ones this time. And we had like 180 nominations of people wow. writing on behalf of someone that they care about, telling us their story of why they deserve this van. And... um I got this one. It said, I'd like to nominate my little sister, Daisy, to be the recipient of the handicapped vehicle. She has a special needs child, Penelope, a.k.a. Penny. My six-year-old niece has, I can't pronounce this, Arthrogosis porosis multiplex congenia, or AMC. 
The condition affects the way her limbs were formed. She hasn't been able to use her arms or legs since she was born. Despite the circumstances, she's growing up happy, consistently found ways to be independent, possible, taught herself how to swim, play with all her cousins. She uses her mouth to paint and color. She's full of life, curiosity, never fails to make friends everywhere she goes. And my sister, single mother, hardworking gal, who does not get any assistance from the government or anywhere else, and fights each and every day to provide for her daughter with little or no support. She's patient, loving, kindest people I've met in the world. This vehicle would help her so much because my niece is growing and in turn her wheelchair is getting larger so it's harder for mom because her mom was making it work without a handicapped car. Gotcha. Wow. That's amazing. So uh, to give Penny the freedom and mobility to properly use her chair, um, my sister's a light in this world, Got it all the good stuff. So when her sister was in town, you know, they made the application online and they stopped by the office oh. unannounced and wanted me to know if I was there and wanted me to meet this little girl. And so they hung me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, so, but we had so many great applications. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give this van to her okay, and then I'm going to give another one to another to, to the backup person that we had selected from the recipients next week oh wow. really good so, we got a lot of response this time around john i yeah. was really surprised we've got we we um you know we, we have a lot a lot of uh a lot of great stories just like this one but when you meet somebody in person it changes your scope so daisy are you there yeah good morning good morning well, I'm so glad that I um, got to know you guys and that we can help your daughter. I know you um, and your family's here, so you can come back over here and we'll get you this. Uh, it's a caravan, isn't it? I forgot what it is. Yeah, yeah it's a caravan. So it's all rigged up, and um, it's a nice one. And we're going to give you this car, and we're going to register it and um, pay the taxes on it and hand you the title to it. Thank you so much. Like, I don't even know what to say because I feel like it's just a big gesture. Like, there's really no adequate words to, to say anything. But I just want you to know that I'm thankful. And this really will help her be as independent as possible. Um, the other day, I'll just mention this. The other day, she did tell me, Mom, if I had a van and I could take my chair everywhere, we could go to the park and to where she could do things on her own without having us push her. Right. Um, so I think once she actually sees what this can do and the mobility it's going to be able to give her to go wherever we go with her chair, sure, and um, it's going to make all the difference. How old is she now? Six. She's going to be six this month. And how I, I butchered I butchered the name of the disease. What's it called? It's called arthrogryposis multiplex congenita. There you go. You make it sound easy. Hi. Hi. Is this you? <laughs> well we've got you a new van lined up so that you can get a full-size wheelchair in there and start living more normal kiddo they're gonna give us a van so you can put your chair in there and we can go wherever you want thank you so much i really do appreciate this I, like i said i really don't know what to say because it feels unreal well uh we will see you next week van's ready he's getting ready right now um great little girl and um Thank uh, the guys that give me the VIN.com. They, they donated the car. And thank, thank you. Thank you, everyone. And we love y'all. We're so thankful for y'all. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Um, 
DJ, I'm going to put her on hold so you can get it lined up. Thanks. All right. So. Awesome. Yep. yep. It's a great great story. I may not go to hell. Uh, Satan, are you here? <laughs> Hold on. He's going to judge that. You're not going to go to hell. I think you're doing pretty good work, John. <laughs> I'm trying to stay out of your domain, man. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't want I like you on Saturdays, uh, Satan, but I don't want to wind up with you at the end. Yeah, I understand, but I, you're, you're kind of giving hell a bad rap. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're, we're gearing up for 4th of July already. It's going to be huge. I mean, of course, you'd never see fireworks like we've got them in hell. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm the king of that. Right. Yeah, before, we, before they were doing this accidentally, I've been doing it for thousands of years. Boom, pow, pow, pow. It's beautiful, Is man. it true that Ronnie James Dio is one of your direct children yeah he actually runs the fireworks okay. <laughs> yeah yeah no you guys didn't know this did not know this we really should get better publicity yeah he's he's great he's the thing is he's small sure and he's ronnie fat. james dio your son you ever seen him run around the stage back yes. in the black sabbath days yes and it, it runs around like like this like 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 yeah i mean it'll make you laugh out loud for joy you don't have a good thing to run the fireworks, you have to light it by hand in hell. Of yeah. course you do. Yeah. Of course. No, because sometimes you get a hand blown off, and that's awesome. Yeah. And it's it's not true what they say. They don't grow back in hell. Oh, that your limbs? Yeah, it's true. It, they do or they do not grow back in hell. They do not. Okay. Satan, can you take us out? We got to go play some music. Yeah. So uh, buy your bottle rockets early, and we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. <laughs> John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Don't forget, one squirt of this, voila, no more COVID. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO, and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show, taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up, 800-800-RADIO, and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. The John Clay Wolf Show, presented by gimmethevin.com. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. I've got a lot to cover this segment, so deal with me. We've got Backtracks giveaway, it's Eagles this week, so if you're an Eagles guru, get ready to call in 800 800- 800 radio 800 800 7234 we're going to play two eagle songs backwards you guess them you win all the stuff we're going to get to scamber heard amber heard <laughs> in johnny depp's trial we need to go through uh, some of those clips there was more drama this week quick shout out give me the vin our sponsor needs to hire people in fort lauderdale florida denver colorado austin texas Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Nashville, Tennessee, and Oklahoma City. Nashville. I saw two of them when I was in Nashville this week. But that's Mount Lebanon. Ju- Mount, Ju- whatever, Mount whatever. Lebanon. Yeah. It's Lebanon, Mount Julia. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so if you live in Pittsburgh, Denver, Nashville, Lauderdale, Austin, Oklahoma City, or Raleigh, uh, go to GiveMeTheVin.com. Yes, Raleigh, North Carolina. And hit Careers, because we are hiring. All right, backtracks. Also, the podcast, it'll go up today about 2 o'clock. We had Melissa Rivers, Joan Rivers' daughter, on earlier. She was great. If you're a Joan Rivers fan, you'll enjoy that quick interview. Backtracks. Bob, what's the uh, 
reason for the Eagles this week? There's a cool deal. This day back in 1978, 5,000 spectators showed up kind of last minute to watch a softball game between the Eagles, the member of the band, the Eagles, and the staff of Rolling Stone Magazine at the USC in Los Angeles. The band and magazine, of course, had been at odds for a long time because they just couldn't get a good review <laughs> from the guys at Rolling Stone for years. Right. For literally five years. So they played a little celebrity softball game for charity. Final score, by the way, mm-hmm. Eagles 15, Rolling Stone 8. So take that, Jan Winner. <laughs> here's two Rolling, uh, Rolling Stones. Here's two Eagles songs run backwards. Cut one. I got it. It I almost think, sounds the same. Well, there's three songs that were rolling through my head, and I think I caught it on the... I had three different options in my head that I thought I was hearing. One more time, Mike. Maybe I've got it. What's the cut to? Satan, are you there? Cut two again. Satan, I had heard in the past that you got into the Eagles recordings, and if you run Eagles songs backwards we could hear you speaking to us is that true that's right well now that was an un- uncredited performance right there i thought i heard you speaking to me is why i asked yeah well it's in the subtext i actually co-wrote that song <laughs> oh, yeah yeah it's all about college girls <laughs> so obviously you know the song but we don't want to give it away so if you're an eagles head call in right now 800-800-7234-800-800 radio yes these two songs run backwards and you will win a prize pack with Eagles music from Born Late Records. You will get a signed slick of us on the John Clay Wolf show and sell that bitch t-shirt and some other JCW show swag. Real quick, one more time. Cut one and two. While we're waiting on those calls to come in, we will talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard real quick, but I want to talk to David. David in San Antonio, good morning. Good morning, John. Thanks for calling. I First see- of all, kudos to you for what you just did for that little girl. Thanks. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm trying to. I'm, that was I'm try- awesome. I'm, I'm trying to keep my ass out of a sling. Well, that might just help right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's good to give back, man. Yeah, I wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I wanted to let you know I just sold my car to you last week, and I was real happy with the everything that you helped me out with. Did the check clear? That's my old joke. <laughs> well, I don't know yet. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it did, or my, or my wife would have already called me. I hear you. Um, they did real good. You know, I was stuck out in California, broke down. I'm an over-the-road truck driver. Mm-hmm. I was broke down out there, and Kylie... Uh, FedEx me the paperwork overnight so I could sign it and send it back to her. My wife took the car down, did the deal. I actually had other, all kinds of other people call me, wanting to buy it, and you guys beat it, all of them. So. Oh, good. 17 Camry good is what it says, right? Yeah, that's what it was, a 17 Camry. How did you find out about uh, GiveMeTheVin.com? I listen to you every weekend. Perfect. Thanks, Dave. Love it. I've called you before. Okay. So. <laughs> Let me. I've got a bunch of people coming in on this backtracks thing, so let me see what we've got here. I appreciate the phone call. 
800 radio actually while we're waiting on that let's get into some uh, amber scamber herd drama bob i have not been watching it this week so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to lead the way man i haven't either but i always do those recaps you know late in the week so that we know what's going on amber took the stand for the first time this week and she uh you know it's it's true what they say you haven't seen her in that many big projects but she is a hell of an actress and that is that is my opinion that's what johnny's camp is saying um she continued her testimony about Johnny Depp's alleged abuse in court this week, and they say she's giving the performance of her life. You can be the judge. So what you guys need to know, she did an op-ed in a in New York Post or something in, a few years ago, and he did not get re-signed to Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean 6. No, and he didn't get the Harry Potter sequel. He already did two of these, and they took him out for part three. That's how big of a deal is. From now. what she wrote about him. So he is suing her for defamation and his damages are 50 million dollars from not getting these roles because lies that she told ladies listen to this one because it's happened to a lot of us and it's happened to women too mm -hmm. but so so she starts spreading lies about him in writing alleged allegedly it's cost him a ton of money and he's suing her for it and, and that's she's counter suing for a hundred million and this has turned out to be the oj trial of this decade right now because the drama is so high it's so ridiculous. And it's like Battle of the Network Stars. Remember the 70s game show? Sure. So you got these two professional actors, and they're just going back and forth, and they're so good at it. Um, do, go ahead and play the cuts. I asked him about the tattoo he has on his arm, and I said, what, is it, what does it say? And he said it says, why no? I didn't see that. I thought he was joking uh, because it didn't look like it said that at all. And I laughed and slapped me across the face. I laugh because I thought this must be a joke. I said, you think it's so funny? And he slapped me again. I just stared at him because I didn't know what else to do. And he slaps me one more time. Hard. I know you can't hit a woman. I, you can't hit a man. You can't hit anyone. You can't just hit somebody. I knew it was wrong. And I knew that I had to leave him. And that's what broke my heart. Oh. Well, I mean, what if he did? And cut. <laughs> yeah, perfect. What's yeah. the next one? She well, she, she talked about abuse quite a bit. This, and this was one of the more extreme cuts. Cut one. He holds up this bottle. He's taunting me to take the bottle from him. And I slam it down on the ground right in between us. And that really set him off. He had a broken bottle by my jawline. And he told me he'd carve up my face. I'm looking at it in his eyes. And I don't see him anymore. It wasn't him. It was black. I've never been so scared in my life. It was, it was black. I couldn't see him. I was trying to get through to him. I was trying to say to him in some way that it was me. I was trying to get through to Johnny. And I couldn't see him. I couldn't see him at all. No, 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 Amber. Let's do it one more time. But, mm -hmm. but, but don't cry so much and wait until the end. For the crying. The actress in this is really good. I mean, yeah. true or false, if it happened or did not happen, it's just hard to listen or watch this without thinking that the actress vibes are coming out. Of course, of course. She's very good. Gee, what do you think? She cries with her voice. Mm -hmm. And she does not cry with tears. I do not believe her. And I think it's really, I mean, as men, you guys need to pay attention to this because um, a lot of men suffer from abuse as well, but they're not believed because they are men. So 
Um, you know, I think she's the, I think it was a psychologist who was on the stand this past week and said that she was histrionic and borderline. 100% agree with that. It's all about her. I've got to answer these uh, calls real quick about the Eagles backtrack songs. So play them real quick, Mike. Cut two. Jake in Raleigh, North Carolina. Good morning. You're on the air. What are your answers? Hey, um, I was thinking already gone and uh, right in the fast lane. Negative. Mike in Florida. What are your answers? My the first one's life in the fast lane. Second one is Hotel California. Negative. John in Texas. What are your answers? Already gone and take it to the limit. No. Bobby, you did a good job. You stumped the chumps across the country. Hmm. Cool. Michael in North Carolina. Good morning. What are your answers? Mike, you there? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. The first one is James Dean. Yes. And the second one was a little tougher. I think it's uh, the Greeks don't want no freaks. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. The North Carolina and South Carolinas, you notice they win every week? Yeah. What's up with you that? You guys just smoke a lot of grass and listen to a lot of vinyl. <laughs> that cut two was my favorite song. I'm going to put you on hold, Mike, and we'll get you your stuff. Hang on. DJ Pre-K, please grab Mike Line 4 and get his address so we can mail it to him. My name's John Clay Wolf. This Mother's Day weekend, this show's proudly brought to you by America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the V-I-N. Give me the VIN.com. John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up, 800-800-RADIO. J.D., this next story about the CDL class, can you post it on the John Clay Wolf Show Facebook page? Absolutely. This is uh, good. Yeah. Guys, so there's a concealed carry handgun class. And a man shows up with a gun to rob them. Actually, no. No, okay. The truth is he walked in and tried to steal a gun from somebody in the class. He did not have a gun on him. He had a screwdriver in his pocket. Okay. Oh. But he brought a screwdriver to a gunfight. So so, so you're going to rob something and you're going to go to a CDL class. You go to a concealed handgun class and start rifling through someone's bag to see if they have a gun in that bag. Everybody's in the room has got guns. So, right. they, so they, they finally get him outside. The police arrive. Uh, he assaults the police officer first thing. Mm-hmm. Hits, hits her square in the face. She goes down. Okay. He starts swinging. By now, half the class is in the parking lot. All, all, all wide stance, braced <laughs> up, pointed down, and cocked. Exactly. Uh, there's a picture here I know. of all of them like sitting there in police. That's moments away. Okay, to finish the story. So he basically has his hand in his pocket the whole time. Nobody knows what's in his pocket. Right. He pulls it out, mm-hmm. and it's just it's some type of weapon. And that's when he gets 14 bullets <laughs> in return. Wow. wow. 14. Count them. And he's, needless to say, passed. He did pass? Oh, yes. Did they the re- read him the Miranda <laughs> Act before he went down? 
You have the right to die. Man tries to rob concealed handgun class, gets shot 14 times. Is the headline? Now, you said your it's son, not funny. I'm your sorry. son carries a CD. He has a concealed license. He does. And he had to use it yesterday? Yesterday. Your son had to draw on someone yesterday. Scared of the life. And he's life. a pretty calm guy. I've met him. He's very calm. Yeah. And he, Computer programmer. Not walking around with spurs on his boots. Not at all. Right. Not at all. Somebody started following him in traffic. I'll make it very short. Mm-hmm. And they got aggressive. Uh, they cut him off at an intersection where he couldn't go anywhere. It's not like he could retreat. Right. And they started walking. They got out of the car and started walking up the side of his his wife's side of the vehicle. Oh. So he got out of the car, kept the kept the gun low, mm-hmm. just said, what's your problem? And the guy starts screaming at him and making, <laughs> making a scene. And then he starts, he bangs on the window of his wife's car. That's when the gun he came. He shot him? He did, did not, shoot him? he did not shoot him. He just, he said, I kept my finger off the trigger, but I showed him that I had the gun. The guy goes, all right, MF, you win. You have a gun. And then he backed away and started filming him going, this this guy pulled a gun on me. Right. This guy pulled a gun on me. And, he's, and he just sat there. My son is very calm. And he just sat there. And I'm sure he just gave him the Clint Eastwood stare. And the guy, the guy finally said, I'm going to call the cops. And my son said, too late. I've already done it. It reminds me of that Cypress Hill song. I could just kill a man. Are you, are I could you, just kill a man. I could just kill a man. Yeah. yeah. The police did show up. They are on tour this summer with Slipknot. Yeah, they got a new album out. It's actually not bad. And they said he was fine. He was cleared of all wrongdoing. They said you did the exact right thing. All right. You know, I've, I've experienced more road rage since we moved our office a little ways away mm-hmm. than I ever have in my entire life. you're on the road more. Of course, I'm a small town guy. I had a guy scare me to death like that. Came up in traffic. I don't know what I did to hack him up. Right. That's how this started. But he's flailing and yelling, and I thought... Hmm, I can't shoot him here because <laughs> there'll be an accident and there, you know, people could get hurt. My first instinct, and I'm not proud, was I'll follow him wherever he goes and I'll just take him out there. <laughs> no, no, see, and that's not right, Bobo. But that's not right. He really, really scared me. I mean, he put the fear of God in me. I was shook for a good, you know, couple of minutes. That doesn't mean you get to shoot him. He took the first exit away, and I However, went my way. message to everyone listening, when you do go into road rage mode and start pounding on people, they may be carrying. You never. And if you get them that, don't know. If you get them that spooked, they may act up out of fear. So everybody should just chill out and eat a gummy. <laughs> eat a gummy. Yeah, Amen. there's virtually one state in the whole country where there's probably no one carrying it, and it's Vermont. So. Speaking of shooting, <laughs> speaking of shooting, basketball season is getting interesting. Mm. Mother, Mother's Day is always the time when it really gets interesting. When, you, when you're getting to the you know half midway point of the semis or towards the end of the semifinals, sure. the conference semis, and a Phoenix got beat last night by Dallas, but they're still up two games to one of the seven-game series. And the winner of that series will play either uh, Golden State or Memphis, the Grizzlies. And then they go into the conference finals, and then they go into the big finals. On the other side of the board, it's Miami versus Philadelphia. Miami's ahead 2-1. to one. And uh, Milwaukee, the Bucks versus the Celtics, which is tied 1-1. to one. And the Celtics are pretty much favored for the whole thing, aren't they? Mm, actually, out of the East, yeah, but slight favorite. Milwaukee's will probably be the team that gets out of there. They're they're still good. I mean, they got the Greek freak. I mean, he was the MVP last year. He's, yeah, they got this pretty much the same team. Phoenix is definitely the fave on the West. Yeah, um, the Mavericks handled them really well last night because they've been getting their butts kicked by them for the first two games. So this could wind up being good. Do you know if it's going to wind up? I know it's in Dallas right now. Does it wind back up in Phoenix at the end? Yeah, the, uh, Phoenix's home court. 
And Dallas got their one win. Congratulations, because that's about it. Oh, you think that's all? Oh, yeah, yeah. Phoenix is a much better team, much better team. All the Mavs have is Luka. Luka can do it all. He does a lot. Yes, he does a lot. Does he do more? Does Luka Doncic do more for for one team than any player? His stats carry more single-man weight than any other single-man in the NBA. Currently, yes. In the past, it's related to, remember LeBron on Cleveland? Of course. And and he was carrying that team to the finals, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. It's the same type like that. And yeah, am I comparing Luka to LeBron? Yes. I think think LeBron's fine comparing Luka to LeBron. Yep. When you you see LeBron talk about Luka, he has no problem giving this guy all the credit in the world. Say he is the man. Um, Swinger signals. I'm talking to a lady that we just hired. I've known her forever. She lives in Florida. Right. And she was talking. Uh, we, she was telling me, we've talked about this before years ago. Okay. She's like, Wolf, you wouldn't believe it in Florida, how swingy it is. Swingy. Swingy. Mm-hmm. She's like, it is over the top. But the pineapple thing yeah. that we've talked about before, the upside down pineapple in the grocery cart where the baby goes, the little part in the front that you open up, the little pocket. If you take a pineapple... Flip it upside down and go around the grocery store. That is, we are we are swinging. That's the thing. We're down. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for. And I was like, Max, can you go anywhere in a Florida grocery store and not see an upside down pineapple? She said, No. God. She said, You there? She said, If you go into a Florida grocery store and go around, you will see at least one, if not three. So, ladies, if you want to jack with your husband. <laughs> take a pineapple while he's pushing the car around put it upside down and then tell him you have to go do something else and, and, and then like go mess around in other parts of the store and just peek on him around the corners and keep your video ready for the people that come up and hit on him he's funny. another signal that you are a swinger is a single blue light if anybody in your neighborhood has a single blue light on the outside or in their window a visible blue light from the street that is Game on, we're open for business. Now, we did that, but it was to support the cops. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you thought it was. I I swear. You were a swinger, right? Oh, yes. We didn't know the the pineapple thing, though. In your neighborhood, if you... I'm talking about current things. Got it. In your neighborhood, if there is a garage door that is always about a quarter or a third open at the bottom, that is, we are open for business. Or you have cats. Yeah, yeah, you are letting some cats in, JD. Come on, mm. <laughs> you want more cats? Wow. Y'all so nasty. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Halloween signal, like putting the light on and putting the candy on the door. So, upside down pineapple in the grocery cart, garage door partially open, almost all the time, and a single blue light that is visible from the street. That means your neighbors are swingers. Now you learn something. What else have you got in the news? I've already read all the important news. That's the most important <laughs> That's news That's the, the most day. important news. Mm-hmm. How about Dave Chappelle? Can't you guys see this video was attacked on stage last week while doing a show in the Hollywood Bowl. This is all part of the Netflix is a joke uh, show. Cell phone video shows a man jumping up, running on stage, and tackling Chappelle while he's doing his act. Luckily, if this, this part is true, actor Jamie Foxx was there, of course he was, to apprehend the suspect. And they beat this guy bad oh yeah did you see the video of him uh, on the his arm was pointing the wrong way wrong way yeah <laughs> your arm goes up his was going down it uh, looks like joe theisman's leg yes, oh, yes. 
This is what uh, Dave had to say upon returning to the stage after that guy had been dragged off and beat. Cut number six. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, by the way. Jamie, whenever you were in trouble, Jamie Foxx would show up in the sheriff's hat. <laughs> in a what? Sheriff. Sheriff's hat. I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the... Listen, I just want to say, man, I, I've had an incredible time. This man is an absolute genius. We got to make sure we protect him at all times, man. This is what it's about. For every comedian that comes out here, man, this means everything, man. You're a genius. You're a legend. I enjoyed myself thoroughly, and we're not going to let nothing happen to you. Everybody compose yourselves. I wanted this to be a peaceful moment, and I'm sure now it is. Wow. So what does this mean going forward now for comedians and security? Oh, nothing. Yes, you don't think so? Nah. You don't think so? Nah. Do you think that guy was inspired by Will Smith? I think so. Slapping Chris well, Rock? Well, he, he's the, the guy was a, what was the story? He, he was a rapper. part-time rapper, and he did a tune called Dave Chappelle a few years ago. Right. So he's kind of a creepy stalker type. And he, he did manage to get up on stage, how he got the weapon into the Hollywood Bowl the on Hollywood a live Bowl. show night. Right. But luckily, you know, Jamie Foxx was there to pull a Rick James on him, right? Yeah. yeah. Hello, Charlie Murphy. I mean, he could have could have killed Chappelle. We yeah. have to go to a musical interlude, and then we're going to come back with the car segment. So call right now, 800-800-RADIO. Now, when we're done with that, I'm getting a lot of phone calls all of a sudden from the state of Florida, which tells me that there's more swinging stories on deck. <laughs> there's more swinging stories on deck, and those are always the best stories of all time. Gigi, do you have any swinging stories from your prior relationships? No, I don't. I don't have any personal swinging stories, but I have heard quite a few in practice. <laughs> and on the John Clay Wolf Show. Mm-hmm. Pineapple time, Joe Rogan. <laughs> all right, eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. Call in now. The next segment's going to be where we bid your car on the air for our sponsor, Give Me the Vin dot com, America's best car buyer. Eight hundred eight hundred radio. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. Um, year make model miles average rough or clean I'll put a number on it make an offer on it right here in front of God and Satan and the whole world we'll be right back on the radio all I hear is sell us your house sell us your car sell us your dog sell us your wife and sell us your children my name's John Clay Wolf and I created GiveMeTheVin.com first guy to ever advertise sell us your car on the radio been doing it 30 years everybody copied me man I gotta come up with a new deal no I don't because we're the best car buyer in the United States of America GiveMeTheVin.com sell us your car GiveMeTheVin.com so easy you can do it in your Pretty good there. Divine inspiration. America's largest weekend morning show. 800-800 Radio. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is the quick seg where we buy and bid cars on the air right here. This is what we do during the week, all week long at GiveMeTheVin.com. Saturdays, we're on the radio all over the country. And we have offices all over the country in your city. If you hear us on the radio, we are in your town. Sasha, actually, I see her here. She's a buyer at GiveMeTheVin, called in. Who told you to call, Sasha? Sasha, are you there? Hey, Shane told you to call in. Hi, good morning. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, he let me know he's going to talk about uh, the Porsche I got in. Hey, can we get her to redo, can we redo our, like, um, answering service at 
at the company headquarters and do it in her voice? It sounds like British Airways. I like it. <laughs> sure, we could. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Did you, Thank you. Sa- Sash, you were working for us in Florida for a while. Did you see upside down pineapples in the grocery stores with the swingers? <laughs> no. No? Oh, you just didn't know to look for it. Um, no, I never looked for it. All right. So tell me about this Porsche. I see 21911 Carrera 4S. So it's a C4S. What, col- what color? It is silver. Silver. The window um, sticker matters. Yeah. I, I, I'm th- I, do what? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say only has 3,459 miles on it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like $30,000, $40,000 worth of options on these cars that swing them up and swing them down, speaking of swingers. Um, but off the cuff, I'm thinking $145,000. Where, where was Shane? $145,000. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking for $150,000 okay, at the moment. It takes one, down to $150,000. It takes yeah, $150,000 to buy it. So here's the deal. Tell Shane that if the win- get, get a copy of the window sticker and figure out the average mm-hmm. window stickers. And if it's above the average, buy it. Okay. I'm cool at I'm cool at 150,000. We just need to make sure it's a well-equipped one. But most of those C4Ss are well-equipped. So just I think we're going to get a deal done. What city are they in? Um, one second. New York. New York. All right. So it won't be as nice coming out of New York as it is in other areas. If it's in Manhattan... Those cars aren't as nice because they mm-hmm. they even they live their life in parking garages. They get bumped, even though this is only a year old and three thousand miles. Look to see if it's in a garage at a home. And what do you know? Do you, do you know what city in New York it's in? Can you see it right there? Um, I'm not sure. This, this uh, oh, it says um, Glenhead. Uh, figure that out. But uh, just yeah. I, I can't have parking lot dings and door dents on a hundred fifty thousand dollar. All right, thank you, it's Sasha. Nice. John, good morning. Hey, John. Hey, hey. Love your show. Thanks, man. I see a 17 Tahoe with 60,000 miles, Premier Edition. What color is it? It's white. Anything wrong with it? No, no. It's a great vehicle. I just want to put my wife in a a little nicer vehicle. Uh, We're stepping up to something else. Uh, And I didn't really think I want to trade it in, you know. Uh, I, I I met a guy last week. I was just walking into a place, and he grabbed me. He said, you're John, right? I'm like, yeah. He said, okay, I'm working this deal on this Raptor. I mean, he just went right into it. I didn't even know who he was. He said, I'm dealing with so-and-so at your office. Give me the VIN. They offer, you know, and he wanted to do an in and out with this dealership. Long story short, he said I was offering 5000 more than the other offers he had, which made me say, damn, <laughs> we, we, we. that sucks that we overbid it. Uh-huh. It sounds like we overbid it, but we'll do it. Um, anyway. Uh, I think your your premiere with sixties worth thirty seven and a half. Okay, thirty seven five. Yep, and I'll write a check okay. for it. All right. Well, hey, that, that's that's a good offer. You Thanks. know, I, I just uh, we're we're trying to trying to figure out which one we we want to get her in, and uh, I'll, I'll get in contact with you guys. Yeah, just go to gimmethevin.com, load it up, and get it going. Tell them I hit it at thirty seven and a half, and the computer will automatically bid it within seconds. In the, I'm going to guess the high end of the range that it offers is right there at thirty seven and a half. So anybody listening that doesn't want to call on the show, just go to gimmethevin.com. Our automated bid thing will hit them about the same place I'm hitting them. Just off the, just with, it takes, what's instant. The second you put the license plate in, the miles and the equipment, 
it'll give you the offer instantaneously. You'll see it when you load it up, John. Thank you, guys. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. It was the greatest gift, and he wanted other people to experience it. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Dallas, Fort Worth, Washington, D.C., Houston, Los Angeles, Austin, Las Vegas, Sacramento, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and like a hundred other cities I don't want to mention right now. Give me the bin. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. The John Clay Wolf Show. So Sasha just called in with that Porsche a moment ago, and she yeah. wor- she works for us. The one with the the pretty um, English accent, right? And I see Oscar is on hold, who says he wants to give her a shout out because she is his fiance. Oh. Oscar, are you there? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Um, I've gotten to know her pretty good. You know, I mean, not to bust your balls, but she said the reason she moved from Florida back to Texas was to get away from you. What's going on? Well, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, you do. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, now, now's your point. If you want to publicly apologize for something, I do not know the details. But I do know that she said that's why she came back here. I just I just want to say that I love her and that uh, I'm sorry. I, she, I didn't want to go to Texas, you know, and I fought her on it in a long time. And there's just a lot of other little things. Mm-hmm. But I love her. And uh, I am sorry, and I hope that we could, uh, you know, that we could fix this. You know? are, are y'all still engaged? It's been uh, 14, 14 years we were together. Really? You know? Wow. Yeah. Are you friends with her brothers? Yeah. Are they cool? I love all her family. Are all, they cool with you, or are they mad all, at you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I love them all. They're all cool with me, you know? Of course, you know, there are Sasha's brothers so they're gonna you know they're gonna protect her right <clears throat> but um well i don't know i i uh i just wanted to tell her that i love her man you know i i, I i'm i miss her a lot and not one day goes by that i don't think about her i mean just every second of the day it's been a long time you know i was i was uh i was excited to to go old with her and i hope that we could fix it I'll move to Texas. I'll do whatever I got to do, you know? Did she want to be back in Texas, or was she just wanting to get away from the relationship? She wanted to go to Texas originally, but I don't know. Maybe she wanted to get away from me, too. Well, maybe but, you need to talk I to mean, her a little more, because it sounds it sounds like it's confusing. I think there's a little more. I, I know nothing, Oscar. I know nothing, except the yeah, fact I that, she, that I was like, what are you doing back here? Because she was in our Miami office, and then West Palm office, you know? And she said, I had to get away from this guy, and that's all I knew. Oh. So, you got some fixing to do, brother man. I know. But you're trying. You're trying. You're on national trying, radio. Man, I... Oh, that's, uh, that's crazy. All right. <laughs> so, wow, 14 years. Something happened, man. Mm-hmm. Something some, happened, man. Something happened, man. How oh, long, how, something happened got tired. Poop or get off the pot. This is a point. I'm surprised that they weren't married yet after 14 mm-hmm. years. Maybe that's what Long happened. Time. Well, it sounds like she's got his attention. I can't believe it takes 14 years for a man to, to propose. <laughs> right? I love her voice. I know. I know. 800 800 800 radio 
Guess what I'm doing today, J.D. Ryan? What are you doing today after the show? I am taking nine sixth graders in a bus, not like a full-size bus, but like one of those Mercedes kind of airport-looking shuttle buses about an hour and a half away to a seven-on-seven football tournament. Oh. And I am the coach, Coach Wolf. Wow. It started off as dad there's a tournament coming to town we really want to play in this we're you know this team um they still play together every day at recess and they run their plays and they do their thing and we want to do this i knew nothing he's like can we please enter can we please enter i was like no 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 he said for my birthday present can Uh, we please enter i was like okay so this was his birthday present so i don't know anything jd nothing and then i talked to another coach that coaches seven on seven he's like dude you can't just walk into this right this is like pro ball this is a uh, red zone elite seven on seven it's at um byron nelson high school in the stadium on the turf oh. Oh. two days 25 minute games tons of teams tell the guy we're not walking we're driving a, bu- a bus buddy <laughs> and i'm looking at some of the competition and the odds of us getting killed are high <laughs> Not not debt. I mean, just really, really beat down with the score. I get it. But hopefully, this twelve U is the is the group we're running in isn't that well established. We did have two practices this week. I was going to say, back me up a little bit. How many practices we are y'all ready? Two. two. But I think that these other teams have had like twenty twenty. John, right? Yeah. Is this bad? This is really bad. Is this like? I'm a, not. I'm not. I'm not kidding am, you. Am so fixing, literally, you've only had two practices. Are these children fixing to get scarred? Yes. <laughs> this is not going to be pretty, John. How did you John? get into this? We, I told you how I got into I it. Know, but it. For my birthday, so go here to this app, sign us up, give me the VIN, can sponsor us, and we, we need to get some jerseys. So I did that, and we've got wristbands with twelve plays on them. They've been running them. They, our guys have great hands, great speed, good quarterback. Uh, the defense is a little weak. But I'm watching it. I'm like, this is you know, these guys are good. But I was talking to a friend of mine, like you, Turley, that has experience in this world, and they're like, you don't realize what you're getting into. This is serious. Like they practice three, four times a week. Okay. And it's not just during the off season. Throughout the se- the year, right. you're doing this. Oh, this is. <laughs> they take it serious. Is this ba- real serious, it, it, John? Should I like? Get a flat tire on the way and say we can't make it. Do I mean, they wear, do they wear helmets in these? Things? No, no. But it's a great life lesson, John. That's for sure. Hey, kids, look, Bucky's. Uh, nobody knows what Bucky's. I mean, is. I'm sorry. I, yeah, we've I've done that before, and if we were thought we were prepared, no, not even close. Well, I mean, it was a wipeout. A friend of mine, you know, the Alito State Championship mm-hmm. School. They went over to this a few years ago. He said this was the first wake up call to these kids about what high level football and athletics yep. his advice to me was come out strong be very physical take the flags set the tone he said because if y'all get wiped out like 60 to nothing in the first game then it's going to be a really long weekend <laughs> and since i have the radio show on saturday i asked the guys at red zone elite seven on seven i was like can we have our first game at two so that i'll have time to get the boys there after the show and they did that but i looked at the schedule we have three games back to back in a row one, two, three. Is that good or bad? Um, it's good because they're getting a rhythm. Yep. So there's not a lot of time to think about the ass kicking they just had. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and he, that is good advice, though. They need to get them out there. If they rough them up a little bit, oh, so be it. Mm-hmm. It kind of sets the tone because 
they're going to have to catch up. My guys so. are small. I've got a bunch of small, speedy, handsy guys. So is it a physical game? With, with no, nah, I mean it's physical. It's touch football. It's touch, but you know they can kind of when they're crossing paths, they may hit into each other. I mean they're kind of you can get a little bit rough in that sense. So you're coming with me? No. <laughs> Can I just say what a great, amazing father you are? You have VIP backstage passes to the iHeart Country Music Festival in Austin. You could have gone there. Instead, you're going to do this. I mean, that's honestly amazing. That is good. That's well, amazing. And I'm I'm keeping them all overnight in a hotel, so it's myself solo with nine of these oh. boys. And we're doing Woo. it again tomorrow. Some and my wife's like, dude, are you out of your mind? I'm like, I took five teenage... 18-year-old girls to L.A. Right. Remember last summer? I do. He said, I said, that worked out. That's nothing compared to this. She's like, yeah, you're going to have fun. I'll right. be tired. We'll be right back. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. The John Clay Wolf Show. Every Saturday morning. We're very... Very sorry. Not sorry. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. So back to swingers real quick. Juan. Juan, you there? Juan, I guess if birds are in the background, is that a swingers call? Juan, Juanito. He's busy swinging. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I, I hear hey, the birds guys, in the gar- garden. So we were talking about swingers, and you said in if you have a pile of rocks in a certain formation. So me and me and a buddy of mine were driving around the neighborhood in Georgetown in Texas, mm-hmm. and we were in this neighborhood, and we couldn't notice that. We were like, man, everybody in this neighborhood likes rocks, right? Because <laughs> they would have, you know, when you go to like a nature preserve and they have the rocks stacked up yep. straight? Yep. Yeah. So a bunch of these houses had that. And I ended up coming back home. He called me about two or three days later. I found out what the rocks are. I found out what the rocks are. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, the rocks in front of the houses. You know, the, the ones that are standing up. I go, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, they're swingers. <laughs> and he was so excited to tell me this. Mm-hmm. And and then I looked back at it, and I couldn't believe how many houses in this one neighborhood had the same pile of rocks. Did it make you sad when you <laughs> saw that your mom had one out front, too? <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. That's, that's old fashioned. That's from way back. The rock garden thing. Mm-hmm. When you line your rocks up, and that means you're swingers. Right. When you're when you're not available, you go outside to the rock garden and you get your rocks off, and that way everybody knows you're not swinging tonight. <laughs> Gambling. Phil Mickelson. What's his deal? Oh, this the came golfer? out. Yeah, in an upcoming biography of Mill Fickleson. Mickelson. <laughs> In an upcoming dyslexia. I really, quit, I really did quit drinking. This week in dyslexia, Bill J.D. Ryan. Nicholson, the, uh, the author, reports that the superstar golfer totaled 40 million in gambling losses between 2010 and 2014. $40 million he gambled. What game? It doesn't even say here. It just Probably golf. Everything, but yeah. <laughs> Everything. All golfers are degenerate gamblers. Okay. You just, I mean, Tin Cup was right on the money about that. We'll bet on anything. They said he was kind of breaking even. He was making about $40 million a year, and he was spending about $40 million. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, was it Vegas, or who knows? It just doesn't say here. Okay. What's the most you've ever bet on any one thing? Me. Mm. I'm going to lose this deal. 100 bucks. What about you, Bob? 
Like maybe 180 I was up on a poker table at an Indian casino. Gigi? 20 bucks on the lottery. 20 bucks on the lottery. Turley? Um, I can't wait to hear Here this. we go. It's thousand? Fif- yeah, 1500 On what? On a bet. Yeah, it was a uh, actually card game, so it got real deep. So and how, how did it work out? It did not work out, John. I don't play cards anymore. So. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. And what's the most you've ever bet on a sporting event? Because oh. I, I could see you put a thousand on no, something if you're really excited. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Because right. you and I have done plenty of hundred. Yeah. Actually, does it one of us owe another one right now? I have no idea. No, we broke out even. Okay, that's normally what. Yeah, and that's usually happened. Mm-hmm. Mine would be a couple hundred bucks. I mean, maybe I've lost. Like when I go to Vegas, or if I'm going to gamble. 300 400 bucks is what i take and when that's gone i'm typically done um not a big gambler the cars though are a gamble yeah you gamble every when week. we're when we're, that that's oh, why i don't have the gambling bug is because we we um it's educated we, we buy these cars yeah. we invest you've satisfied your need by the time the weekend comes around yeah sure and huge exorbitant i i was counting the other day for about five cars in a row and you mm-hmm. did a few million yeah so i mean they're, they're monster positions they shouldn't be called bets but that's exactly what they are they're educated guesses on speculation and sometimes when we buy cars it works and sometimes it doesn't and many a times it just breaks even you know you probably may not want to say this but what's the most you've ever won quote unquote we did finally make a hundred thousand on one car that's great and and a a guy that works for us said you've got it coming Y'all, you, we've been yeah. riding it hard enough and taking these monster bets. Because, like, when you when you spend half a million on a on a rig and you and you lose three grand, I know. You know, that's so close. So, so we're going through this stuff all the time. But there was one that just popped over the over the moon, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Hundred G. Yeah, that was a one off, and before that, it was thirty. And on the other end of the scale, the biggest loss is about forty thousand. Oh, that's got to hurt. Well, you know, it's it's the Ferrari that you lose an engine in. Yeah. It's the oh. McLaren that you lose something big in. But that's why it's so important to have good inspectors at the locations. Wow. And we need, we are hiring in what cities? Fort Lauderdale, uh, Florida, Denver, Austin, Pittsburgh, Nashville, Oklahoma City, and Raleigh, North Carolina. None of those are on the air right now. Raleigh. So we're good in California. Are we good in Phoenix? Yes. We haven't opened the office in Sacramento yet, but we will soon. San Diego, we're just opening the office this week. McCool's yep. moving down there. Tucson, we're still using the Phoenix location. Reno, Nevada, we do not have a location. We just send shippers to their doors because we don't have enough volume out of Reno. But uh, in Salt Lake, it's not there yet. Correct. We just got on the air in Salt Lake. We'll get an office in Salt Lake soon enough. Forgive me the VIN. Um, largest real bet I've ever made. You know, the stock market has turned into a casino. Sure. Oh. Absolutely. And I did make a hundred thousand dollar bet against Vroom. It's a competitor of ours, right? That their stock got real high, and I had reason to believe, not insider trading. Gotcha. Reason to believe uh-huh. from hearing from customers, right? And hearing from other situations that they had mount big problems, and their stock went. I bet a hundred thousand short which means the bet the stock will go down from 45 and it went to one dollar and 50 cents so that was a good bet that's a yeah good bet. that's a little bit wow <laughs> that worked out uh-huh. so i got that going for me <laughs> but the, I, what i did not know is the texas attorney general was going to file suit against him 
Oh, for um, bad business practices and deceptive oh. trade. Wow. And that's what made it just go yeah, off the cliff. See you later. So is that going to happen with Twitter now? Um, Not I, Texas, I, but... I bet on Twitter, and I bought it at 48 because Elon Musk made a 54.20 offer. And I dumb me. I don't know much about the stock market, but I was like, well, of course it's going to bring 54.20 because that's what he's going to pay. And if you believe that Elon Musk... So, so the reason, and I just figured the stock would immediately go to $54, and it didn't. It actually went down a little bit. I think oh. I gave 51, actually, and went to 48. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I had to get educated. So let's start over. Elon Musk offered $54.20 per share for Twitter. So all the shareholders, that's what they can sell for. And the stock was at 50 or $51, so I bought it. And then it went down to like 47 I was like, what the hell is going on? Right. Why and how could this happen? Well, the market believed that the deal would not close. And if the deal did not close, then it will go way down. Oh, oh, oh. I see. So that's why Twitter is not at 54.20. And I went ahead and sold it and lost like two grand. Oh. It was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. And now I'm learning more about it. This is going to take six months to close. Who knows what the hell could happen over the next six months between now and Elon getting Twitter bought. Yesterday, Lawsuit filed by Twitter shareholders against Elon Musk. For what? Oh, yeah. For, oh, I, I forgot exactly what, for, for hostile takeover. Whatever the legal jargon they came up with, they did not want to sell it to him. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're investigating possibility of antitrust. Right. And it probably isn't How there. How can that be an antitrust? I don't know. See, that, that's what I'm saying. It was accepted. If Jeff Bezos can own the Washington Post... Right. Why can Elon Musk not have controlling interest of Twitter? Because just dragging it out. You know why. However, but that was let me know maybe it'll take longer and say, what if it has to go to court? What if it could take two years? What if, what if, what if, what right. if? So that tells Will me. Will he go away? Now I know why Twitter didn't go to $54 the second that he said, I'm going to take. It's just not that simple. Okay. It's just not that simple. So that's my betting world. But I can tell you that. How much time do we have? A minute 30? Yeah. Uh, stock market came down, what, 1,000 points last week on the Dow? Um, the tech stocks took a big hit. A lot of, I mean, Carvana lost. They're at 45, is that right? And they were at 300 six months ago. Um, a lot of a lot of tech stocks, the disruptors that claim to change the business, there's several examples of them that had all this hope piped into them and the price was full of hope. It's coming down quick. Reality time, interest rates are coming up. Um, inflation will slow down, but recession will set in. The growth's going to slow down. Hard times is coming up. There's no question about it. Is this market going to fall? The stock market? Yeah. Hell yes, it's going to fall. Is this just a tremor of the real of the real crash? Where's the big one coming? Absolutely. I mean, where are we? May with Mother's Day weekend. I I, I think I told you this the other day. I believe August at, at, at the max. Um, but it's already getting a lot of momentum. I, I think a real adjustment. So I would think the Dow Jones, just off of my uneducated ass, huh. is going to land in the. I bet it dips down to that COVID hit twenty five. Wow. So I think she comes down about eight thousand and starts recovering again, and you know settles in in the upper twenties. What does that do to cars? Anything? Yeah, it brings them down. Brings them down. It's all going to come down. The, JD, it costs so much to build a house right now. You wouldn't even understand because I don't understand. I'm redoing one right now, and I, I don't understand. I don't get it. How the parts that you buy for the home are up 100 
percent wood. Why did that suddenly One, get expensive? It, it is to build a home right now. So the, these crazy prices in purchase are reflective of what it costs to replace one by building. Got it. It's it, it just, I mean, like a half a million buys you absurdly normal, normal, right. and a, a half a million used to get you a crib. It's all in Texas anyway. I mean, the California dynamic that we've been hearing about all of our lives. Normal houses cost a million dollars. Like normal, normal. That's what's happening here. So it's got to adjust. Because people can't afford it. They just can't afford it. All right. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Be right back. The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like 93.7 The River, Sacramento's Rock Station, and Houston's home for ESPN Radio, 97.5 KFNC. Catch the live stream now online at johnclaywolf.com. And we'll be back with more of The John Clay Wolf Show right after this. This is Jimmy the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcw.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. So talking about inflation, Metallica is who? What's the mix? I know. I'm curious. What do you mean? It's Metallica. A uh, master of puppets, right? Yeah, but what's the background? The mix in music. It's just some smooth jazz Metallica <laughs> thing I found, man. <laughs> is it not cool? It is cool. You should hear like it gets really heavy later, and they're playing like syncopated jazz stuff. Awesome. Do you guys see Metallica's guitarist Kurt Hamlet? Hamlet. Hamlet. Oh, Hamlet. Hamlet. Thus sayest thou, master of puppets, am I. He's been sober for seven and a half years and probably could have read this story better than I. Kill uh, them all, I shall. He credits his sobriety with bringing his brain and memory back. He said he didn't even uh, feel 59 years old. Thine drinks doth not touches. And he can read much better than I. Mine ability, <laughs> forsooth, <laughs> unto thine Electricated guitar. I got you. Hey, Kurt Hamlet, everybody. Who knew? Kurt Forsooth. <laughs> Kirk That's... Hamlet from Metallica. No, no, Kirk Hamlet. 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 Yeah. Kirk Hamlet. Hush, yeah. hush, sweet Charlotte. JD said, I didn't say. <laughs> did you know we bought Alan Jackson? No. Oh, you did not. We did. You did not. We did. Bought what? We bought Alan Jackson's Hummer. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. For real? Yeah. I sold it on Wednesday. So Alan Jackson did a concert for a group of car dealers, and in exchange for payment, they gave him the new electric Hummer truck. They didn't write him a check; they gave him this car. Gave him the car. Mm. I believe that the um, I'm trying to think. I don't remember what the list is. I think it's one thirty, hundred thirty thousand dollars MSRP. Whoa, one forty, one fourteen, one fourteen, one fourteen. Yeah. We gave Alan Jackson considerably more money than that. But the front of the title is Alan Jackson. We went out to his ranch. Because we have Nashville office. Right. Went out to his ranch. He has 40 cars. Maybe the word will spread. And, and we bought this Hummer. 
we paid a ton for it and i was uncomfortable with how much profit we paid mr jackson however we did make a profit on it at the end so i was excited you will not believe what this stupid car sold for do you have it mike yes i do here we go 303 we gave 220 for it wow you know my ex-wife we paid over a hundred thousand dollars over msrp for it <laughs> and i was like so here's what will happen everybody will hear that mm-hmm. oh my god and they're all going to want to cash them in and they will for a minute and then she's going to drop and we're all going to lose our ass oh, i've been through this before in the okay. ford bronco i've been through this on the chevy corvette these crazy overinflated prices on brand new merchandise right and then it just when it drops dude it just goes kaboom it drops about 20 grand every week so oh, yeah. yeah if you have a new hummer ev truck and you want to sell it to give me the vin right now right now was the key word yeah <laughs> Because it will drop twenty thousand. Like a week. not this evening, but today. And Bobo, your wife, she was ahead of her time though with she, her electric Hummer. She had an electric Hummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, different. Bada bing, bada boom. Hummer. Did you guys hear this week? Uh, Danica Patrick is feeling pretty good a week after getting her breast implants removed. Oh, Danny, that's just a filler story. She said. <laughs> I don't get it. You don't get it? Gigi, oh. Gigi do you get it? Oh. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's, that, that's not newsworthy. That's just filler. That's comedy 101 right there, sweetheart. She says, I wish it's I could. Filler in reverse. Never mind. I'll just stop. <laughs> stop. See, she had her boobs worked on. I and then get it. J.D. Ryan introduces a story about her having them taken out. A lot of gals are doing that these days. And then John slips in. Oh, that's just a filler story. I get it. You get it? I get it. <laughs> Set up punchline. That's how it works. A woman in Australia tried to steal stuff by putting it in a stroller that had no baby inside. Yeah. This is another filler story. Here Here she is arguing with a worker who stopped her outside the store cut nine. Yeah, see. I mean, leave it to Bobo to bring us a screaming story. I love it. He well, just, he, just <laughs> he, at, he loves stories. Look at my nose. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily, there's a video up on the John Clay Wolf Show page on Facebook where you can see it. it's so outrageous because he's he's reaching in the basket and she's like, "Don't touch my baby!" And he's pulling out, I mean, big boxes of consumer electronics and stuff she's got in the stroller. This doesn't look like a baby. Cardi B got herself into a bit of trouble at the Met Gala. Is that where Kim Kardashian dressed as Marilyn Monroe? I believe I so. Think so, man. She lost like 60 pounds to get in Marilyn Monroe's dress. What? Wonder if she did that legally. Speaking of cocaine, <laughs> Cardi B got herself in a bit of a trouble at the Met Gala after party when she told the crowd to have fun, then made a sniffing gesture like Amber Heard did on the trial last week. That's later. That's the inside joke. 
like she was snorting cocaine. Of uh. course, a video of her little joke went viral, and she has people that took offense to it. Cardi no. B had this to say about all the drama cut eight. I feel like God cursed me with fame. If I could click my feet three times and go back to 2013, when I was just a regular bitch, dancing and making money every single night, that's where I want to be. That's when I was me. I don't even understand how how I always get in trouble. I feel like I'm always in trouble. I feel like I'm I'm a celebrity that always be in the principal's office. Oh. Baby, I understand how you feel. I do. I'm constantly misunderstood myself. Yeah, I, I'm spending too much time having to unwind these radio comments. Now that we're national, yeah. it's just constant. I mean, every Monday morning, every Tuesday morning, I get these clips. And I'm like, dude, if y'all think that's bad, you should have known us back when we were good. <laughs> what we were thinking about saying. John's a bad boy. Hey, like hey Hannah. Hey, John, you're a bad boy. I'm not a bad boy. You're a bad boy. No, I'm not. Don't ever let on in public that you know what to do with some cocaine. I've never done cocaine in my life because I'm so high strung, I'm afraid that I'd tweak out and short circuit. Oh, no, are you joking? How would I be on cocaine? I got some. <laughs> no, I got it from my doctor, Dr. Robert. Yeah? Yeah. Hannah's our in-house stripper. He said it was. Last time it was sweet and low. I took one of my kids, um, what are those ADHD pills, G? Adderall. Yep. And mm-hmm. just to see what it feels like, so I know mm-hmm. what they feel like. And I didn't sleep. I don't, I don't think I went to sleep until four that night. <laughs> I took it about two that afternoon. No, about three that afternoon. It's speed. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but but no. the kid that needs it, they don't feel that way, right? No, they don't. No, it's mm-hmm. if you don't need it. What it does is it it helps to slow them down so that they can focus. It does the exact opposite. Something about two positives making a negative. So it's like running like diesel that. in a gas engine or something. <laughs> something like that. You know hmm. what I mean? But it, it's very handy. Well, it's like two stroke on me. I'm I'm it sped it sped me up. Ring 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 ring. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like it. You, so you must have taken the extended release or the <laughs> I don't know fast what I acting. Took. I just took whatever they gave me and I tried one and I was all zinged out and couldn't sleep. I wasn't all sped up. I just could not sleep. Mm-hmm. I remember it very well. It was about, I don't know, 12 years ago. And Bob, in, in the, our old studio in Vernon, I sat there until three in the morning and cut uh, spots. Yeah. And cut mm-hmm. cut material. Oh, it's great for radio production, man. And that yeah, can, hyperfocus. Yeah, that can become a real problem for you. <laughs> yeah, if you got like a piano or a soundboard or anything like that, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you'll be up with it. A video is going viral that features morons in Texas trying to drive with long planks of wood extending horizontally out the windows of their tiny little car, and of course the beams hit a sign on one side and another car, and the driver doesn't stop. Yeah. They just keep on driving. The audio is the people watching all this happen and their 911 call to turn them in. Cut 10. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Just like Bob. Oh. I saw that coming. Oh, what? my gosh. What? And they just kept driving. What? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. Hit and run. Oh, no. He dropped planks. Yes. People are going to run over him. Um, I just witnessed a hit and run. They have some lumber, big giant lumber pieces sticking through their window, like all the way through. It's a small sedan. The yeah, it's got a tiny, tiny car, and th- this lumber's sticking like six feet out each side of the back windows. That's like spreading cash on the freeway. Yeah, just <laughs> not, lumber. <laughs> not how you do mm-hmm. it. 
Carrie Underwood duetted, did a duet. I don't know if duetted is a word. With uh, on two Guns N' Roses songs with our man Axel at the Stagecoach Festival last weekend. So Carrie gets up and sings with Axel. What yeah. song? It doesn't really matter. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? Don't knock it. Hold on. Listen to it. <laughs> Is that are there two cuts of this or just one? That's just one. That's gore. I like this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And Axel Rose, get over here. Come here, Axel. We've got Axel in the studio to tell us how this all went down. What's the cut two? No, that's the only cut right there. Oh, well, you said that's cut one. Where's cut two? You uh, don't have cut two. I need no. cut two. What kind of place are we running around here? <laughs> it's the only cut. Hey, but we do have one. Axel here. Axel, well, this is cut two. Live Axel Rose. Good morning, Axel Rose. Oh! Oh, John! <laughs> yeah. Did you hear the song, Carrie Underwood? I did. You sounded great. She's a new girlfriend, baby. <laughs> oh, not like a girlfriend. Mmm. Yeah. But like a girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> we sang songs together. And then we went to Basket Robbins. Yeah. And got the strawberry cherry cherry. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to the Gap and bought matching socks. Matching socks at the Gap. And stayed up all night long watching Freddy Krueger. Oh, wow. You and Carrie are really getting together. We had a sleepover, baby. <laughs> then we ate a bunch of cocaine for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> and had champagne mimosas. Yeah. And French toast at uh, Denny's. <laughs> Damn. What? She's a fun bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We had a good time. Next week, we're going to go out to San Francisco. Yeah. And have a camp out. Sleep in a tent and get some more cocaine. <laughs> Ooh. You and Carrie Underwood. Yeah. I think she's a great singer on your song, what I just heard. I'd like to hear that one more time, Mike, if you don't mind. I think that you you need to bring her in on the next album. I think this is your cue to get you guys a fresh cut album and get some real radio play because she is great. She's filling in where you have cocained yourself out of a voice. So I think that you need to bring her on as a co-stinger. And her legs and those short Daisy Dukes, man, y'all had it going on. You're fat ass. Yeah. She was looking so good. You're fat ass. You couldn't even tell you were fat anymore. That's because she's my girlfriend, right, baby. Right. All right. My name's John Clay Wolf of Buy Cars the Radio. For Axl Rose and Carrie Underwood. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800 800 Radio. Yo, give me the VIN. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. 
Paul, good morning. You've got an 18 Land Rover Discovery with 16,000 miles? That is correct. And is it a sport or a diesel or a base? It's a base. Okay. Is it a HSE on the back? Does it say that? I believe it is. Yes, an HSE. Discovery. See, there's a big gap here between the sports and the non-sport HSEs. So I need to make sure I'm on the right car because it's like a $15,000 swing. Is this a $35,000 truck or a... Forty-eight thousand dollar truck. Uh, it's probably the forty-eight. Okay, go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up, and put in the license plate of the VIN number, and it'll bust it up the detail, and I won't have to guess. But yeah, we'll buy it. Thank you. This week we sold, gosh, eleven hundred something like that. Tons for people that uh, don't know what we do during the week. We buy cars from all over America. We gather them up, sell them a thousand at a time in three and a half hours. It's pretty interesting. Cheap cars, middle cars, expensive cars. Um, do you have any good auction audio this week from us on the block selling? Yes. Yeah. What do you got? A little Porsche Taycan here. All right. 21 model. A little Porsche. I better give it a 5,000 on the miles, guys. We're in Dallas with a clean price. I better give it 150. Now, Bob. I better give it 160 grand. I better give it an Alpha. Porsche should be bringing 170, low 170s, mid 170s. It's a 209 MSRP. 161, 2, 3. I gave 175,000 for it. I guess it's still loose. Whatever. Sell it with you. I better give it a 5. Sold 177 grand. I better give it a 175 grand up to make a grand. Nobody. You would. Who does it with 300,000? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Those Tesla plaids that we had this week, each of them lost 4,000 apiece. Yeah, there's a there's a bit of a flood in that market there. How are Teslas doing overall? Hope you buyers are listening. They're good, but the plaid was overselling because it's the fastest car ever made. Oh. Uh, zero to 60 ever. 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 It's that one that I was looking at in Jay Leno's garage with I him remember when that. I was in, a, uh, in L.A. with Jay, and he'd right. just gotten one. And we bought about 10 of them, and we made money on them. But that always happens when we get on a run with something. Then when the market slows down, we, we get hit at the end, on the, and we lost about 15 grand on them. But, you know, we made more than that on the ones we bought, so it worked out. Just a bunch of uh, degenerate gamblers here at <laughs> GiveMeTheVan.com. We'll be right back. <laughs> John Clay Wolf Show after this, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. And now back to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Real quick, Bobo's not here yet before he gets in here. Why? Oh, now he's back. Damn it. <laughs> Bobo, I was hoping you'd stay gone for a minute. Can Why? You, you want to talk about me? Yes. Well, you can talk about me, man. Not, can you leave so we can talk about you without you listening and interjecting? Uh, no. <laughs> Well, I want to know why you decided to get high before the show today. What? In, whatever do you mean? Just what I said. What? What, what? what made you decide? We've been doing this for 14, 13 years together. 14, 13. And today you decide to get high. Pretty damn high, by the way. Not just a little high. Before we get on the national broadcast. Well, now, listen. I don't and think I, it's... I know it's legal across the country. I'm not judging your... The, your decision to smoke marijuana. I've actually have always supported it because you're a funny guy. But I just wonder why you decided this morning to pull a big tube of weed smoke before we got on the air. All right. This is the second time you've asked me now in 90 seconds. Okay. <laughs> may I respond? Yes. Oh, may I retort? Yes. Yes, please do. I was just going with an instinct this morning. I, I slept later than I meant to. I mean, I'm, I'm in bed face up 5.30 in the morning. That never happens on a Saturday. I'm tired. Well, maybe you're tired because you're high. Well, <laughs> last night, I, I left my tin box out. Um, 
And I saw it on the bar as I walked. And so as I walked down, I grabbed it. I thought, yeah, this might be the day. You know, because I'm not an, you know, an everyday guy. And I thought, yeah, this might be the day. So I grabbed today it and I brought today. it with me. And, I, and I've been here, you know, since six o'clock. And I, I haven't touched it, but, it, you know. I've so got he's it been me. talking for, you know, you, you quoted my 90 seconds. Yeah. You've been talking for about um, 120 seconds, and you've said nothing. You well, said I, nothing. We want to know. I think I said know. a lot. Hang on. The thing is, the thing is, I'm like a level three certified machine operator. And some machines do specific purposes. But That's a stoner conversation. What no, are you even talking and I'm, about? And I am one of those machines so to say, and occasionally I'd need a little oil. And so I just got a little oil. Trust me, and don't try this at home, I am a professional. (laughs) Okay, okay. You're a professional smoker? I'm just maintaining me. You know, and I think, no, no, and I think there are certain constitutional rights that I have that would forbid you from questioning me about my judgment about maintaining my machine. Oh, wow. That's how you maintain your machine is to get high. Yeah, no, and I don't do it because it makes me smile. But it makes you feel good. It's my job. Oh, this is how I do it. Your job is to get high? And anybody who doesn't like it ought to try it. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I thought it was the Eddie Murphy line was coming. I thought we were fixed up to jump here. If you don't like it, get the F out. That's right. Next level high. Half right. big next dimension. Bob is very true to that observation. Absolutely. I didn't even know. I didn't even know until you like just explained it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I did it. Now I remember now. Uh, uh, who's the th- who's your therapist now, bitch? Okay, who's your daddy? <laughs> He's ready. He's always ready. Steve in Alabama, are you ready? Yeah, man, let's go. Uh, you got an 819 Ford Raptor with 34,000 miles. It's got the yep. 802A package on it, which is sunroof, navigation, and something else. What is it? I forgot. It's the good oh, package. Man. It's got the technology package, all the uh, bells and whistles for uh, traffic alert, blind spot, right. uh, collision. It's got everything but the Recaro seats. And it's got 34,000 miles on a 19. What color is it? It's my magnetic gray. Okay. Does 65,000 buy it? Yeah, that's right where I was thinking. All right. Let's do it. Right on it. Let's do a dope deal, homeboy. Um, Michael, okay. could you please yeah. fire the sell that bitch sounder for me? Yes. Don't do it too fast. No. <laughs> oh, yeah? You don't have it ready? Well, because I'm <laughs> trying to do some time stuff. <laughs> there we go. All right. Ah, and remember, we said let's order the better upgraded software so we can maneuver properly. So let's do that. Give that to JD to do or Stanley. 800-800-7234. So Steve, um, I'm going to put you on hold. DJ Pre-K, please get Steve's, okay. Steve's info and we'll get his truck handled. Where in Alabama are you? What city? Uh, Baymanet. Uh, what's that close to? What's your major city close to? Uh, B- Mobile. Mobile. So you're down south. Okay, cool. We got to actually fix to put in a new buyer's office in Mobile. But how far is Pensacola from you? <clears throat> Um, hour, less than an hour. Do you hour. mind running it over to Pensacola it. and checking it up and picking up your check? No. No, let's do that. That's the easiest way. 
DJ, please grab Steve and load him up. Thank you, Steve. See y'all later. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. What's in the news, DJ? Well, here's a crazy story. A woman in Maryland got arrested for setting a house on fire, get this, while someone was inside. And then she sat in a chair on the lawn and watched it burn. Here's the audio from a witness along with the first officer to respond to the fire. Cut one. Oh my God. I actually can't believe this. And she's sitting there just chilling, watching the house go up in flames. People say we should have like went over there when we seen the flames, but I'm not messing with that lady. What if she tries to kill me? <laughs> Get out of the house! It's on fire! Come on, hurry, grab your stuff! She was in shock. She didn't know like what was going on as soon as she came out. She was like, oh my God. So he, he just like grabbed her and then just started walking away from it. Her hair was actually singed like in the front. <laughs> I think she was actually trying to kill that lady. Yeah. She put like things in front of the stairway and set that on fire so that lady couldn't go upstairs. We actually consider them heroes. They actually were the first 911 callers and they were the very first ones to run across that street and help her. Man, the roof, the roof, the roof is on yeah. fire. We she don't need that water. Let that MF burn. What were you saying? She was she was sitting on the front lawn. I saw that video, and she had like a book in her hand, legs crossed, and she was just chilling. So wow. I don't know what that person did, but she she brought out her inner Angela Bassett. You guys seen? Wait to exhale, right? Yes. You guys seen that? You saw and, that? Yes, yes. And we saw yeah, the Tina. Yeah, so and I we said, saw the Tina go, Turner girl. movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars. The radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. And J.D. Ryan, yes, the J.D. Ryan, the, the J.D. Ryan is right here next to me on my right. G.G., the G.G., G.G., you there? I am right here. Is right here in front of me. And Bobbo right. is, he's here. <laughs> Bobby here? Kind of? Good day. Good day. How, you, how you doing? Okay. We'll be right back. Give me the Vin.com presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by Hit him up right now. 1 800 800 Radio. Now, John Clay Wolf. This is Oasis. I love this one. Black, black. The reason I took the bump on that car a minute ago, for those of y'all who just tuned in, you don't know what I'm talking about. We just bought a $157,500 G-Wagon. It was matte black with red guts. Red interiors on heavy cars bring more money than black interiors. I'm not trying to get all this color stuff, but it's just real. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. I'm there. I'm here for it. I mean, why can't I talk about car colors without, like, feeling bad? Don't feel bad. Feel good. Because like I said, once you go black, you never go back. Do you remember that Rolls we were cruising in? What was it? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh. And what color was the interior? It, it was red. And the outside was? Black, And if baby. it had been white, it brought 10,000 more. White? I don't think so. I'm telling you, white, white on heavy cars. White Rolls with white interiors or white Ferraris with white interiors is, is the high, it's the best resale you'll ever get. And if you go one more lick. Like a chalk and off-white that's super popular right now. It's it's like a pearl flat white. That is the highest price. And Porsche, yeah, pretty. they're so damn pretty. You know, speaking of color, G, 
Mm-hmm. I, was, I'm here. I was watching some horror movies this week with my mm-hmm. old lady, and I noticed that there's no black people in them. No, well, first of all, <laughs> he's not in the horror here. movies, he's, he's a Texas truth. He's the accidental Why racist. Why are there no black people in horror movies? Well, they first of all, if there is a black person in the horror movie, mm-hmm. they kill off the black person first. Okay, <laughs> they're out. Maybe five five minutes in, they're gone. Okay, but <laughs> the reason is black people have common sense. Oh. You remember the Amityville horror? Yeah. And the house said, get out. (laughs) And what did the white people do? Oh, this is a nice house. We like this house. Black person, house says, get out. I'm gone. I'm out. (laughs) Wow. Look at this beautiful house. Get out. Sorry, we got to move. Okay, that's it. Got to go. Bye. One of the best Eddie Murphy lines ever. Is that what was? Did he bring that up too? Get out. Sorry, we have to move. (laughs) We got to go. That's the way we are. We don't stick around. That's that's right. why you don't see us in horror films. Yeah, white people get out. Let's investigate. Yeah, yeah. Scooby Doo. Did you hear that? Nanny, well, nanny, boo, boo. What you got in the news? I have. What if you? You know, people get hurt all the time, a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. Like maybe even playing video games. What if your hands were really important to you? Don't you think you might take care of them? Well, Oakland's a starter, Jesus Lazardo, uh, injured. Jesus Lazardo. <laughs> you can drink again. <laughs> Hey, one Gigi, more, one, one more you want to read this story? It's the bottom of Soundbites, page three. <laughs> okay. Many people get injured every year playing video games. What What about when it happens to a major league baseball pitcher? Oakland A's starter, Jesus Lazardo, <laughs> injured his throwing hand while gaming over the weekend. Here's A-team's team manager, Bob Melvin, cut 16. Before the game, he was playing a video game and accidentally bumped his hand on the desk as he was playing the game. He came in, was a little bit sore. Training staff checked him out. We threw him in the cage before he went out there, watched him warmed up. He was comfortable pitching. Training staff was comfortable with him pitching. After the game, we got an x-ray and there was a hairline in the pinky finger. Oh. From a video game. Yeah. And people tell me I'm going to get hurt on a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that actually happens. My parents are getting pretty old now. I bought him a Wii a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, they, you know, dad can fish and mom and I can bowl and do stuff. And my mother playing the bowling game. We're a little accident prone. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't realize this isn't, you know, attached to anything. And she spun that bowling ball with it like it was a real bowling ball and twisted herself around and fell down over the ottoman and hurt her back. Oh, no. Ooh. It can happen. <laughs> Like for real or just a little bit? No, for real. I felt so terrible. (laughs) But we really enjoyed ourselves for like 20 minutes until, you know, before that happened. (laughs) I'm like, man, you can't, you know, no good And she was getting on your ass about getting drunk and falling down over that dog. Right. (laughs) Right. When you were hanging the pictures in the hallway and you'd been drinking and you tripped over a puppy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you know. Things can happen. I fall down a lot. You do. But it is very entertaining when you do. What are you drinking right there? What's that? Is that alcohol? Well, yeah. Do you want me to pour it out? Uh, no. <laughs> you gotta, you, sorry, Spanky. I have to live my own life. <laughs> Speaking of sperm donors, what's the story you got here? A New York man named Ari Nagel 
aka the Sperminator. Hey, Nick, if you're listening, I have four kids myself, so I'm throwing stones in glass houses. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I got five. <laughs> has been a sperm donor for years, and by his count, has fathered 78 children, has 13 on the way, and has even helped many women conceive the old-fashioned way. Oh, Cut eight. A lot of the women are just in the U.S. Sometimes they're abroad. I went to Africa twice last month to try and meet women to help them conceive. The month before that, I was in Barbados and then Georgia, the country, not the state. Well, of the 13 women that are currently pregnant, I gave it to them all in a cup, and then they just put it in themselves. Sometimes we end up using a clinic if they're older. Around a dozen of my children were conceived the old-fashioned way. I never charged any of the women uh, for helping them grow their families. Of course, I do get paid with lots of hugs and kisses and uh, a lifetime of appreciation. <laughs> what, what a life! What a guy! Yeah, I never charged him. Yeah, Ooh. apparently that's why I can't get a gal. I'm doing it wrong. I need to be more nerdy. <laughs> I bet he got a lot of hugs and kisses. How many kids? 78, 13 on the way. Woman gives birth on flight. What's the deal? Yeah, last Wednesday on a flight to Hawaii and everything went fine because there were three nurses, a physician's assistant and a doctor. They all happened to be on board. She was only at 27 weeks, so it could have gone very differently. Cut 18. All passengers to remain seated for just a few minutes to allow a passenger to seek medical assistance. This lady just starts screaming, oh my God, we need help, doctor, medical, like, oh my God, she's like freaking out. I'm like, she had a baby and it's little. <laughs> We're used to like these stressful situations, not like this. In a controlled environment. Yeah, where we have like equipment. He's stable. They don't have a name yet, but the nurses and doctors have nicknamed him Jet at the hospital. Oh, Jet. I, I, I love that. You That's know? very lucky. That's very, very lucky playing full of nurses, right? That could have gone. She was 27 yeah, weeks. Have. I would say, what are you getting on an airplane to Hawaii for if you're that pregnant? But 27 weeks is. Well, she could still fly. She could still fly. I think they stop you at 32 weeks. But I just got to tell you guys this. When I was a brand new intern hmm? and I've had babies, I was seeing a, a, one of my clients was pregnant. And, you know, I thought I was having this moving moment with her. We were talking about things and she starts like, ooh, ooh. Right. Hmm? She went into labor and she had I didn't even know until she told me, she's like, I think my water's breaking. So that was pretty cool. Things like that happen. So what'd you do? I I mean, they they took her to the hospital. Who's they? Excuse me? Like the ambulance or just you and her? I mean, oh, no, no, not me. Hmm? Um, I believe it was the ambulance that took her to the hospital. But um, the thing about it is when I told my friends about it, they were like, how could you not know? Because you've had babies before. So. Yeah. Did she like name the baby happened. Gigi? Hmm? Did she name the baby Gigi? No, I, I have a. I'll save that story for another time. <laughs> there is someone who named their baby Gigi. I've got two and a half minutes. Oh, okay. Um, this was someone from a long time ago that maybe might have had a little bit of crush on me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we worked together long, long time ago and there was just kind of this chemistry and anyway, anyways, so she and her partner, they adopted some kids and years later I found out that one of them is named Gigi. Well, that's cool. Is that on your, is that on your birth certificate? 
Yeah, that's my name. It's not a nickname. It's Gigi, G-I-G-I, for the movie with Marie Chevalier. There you go. You know, thank heaven for little girls. <laughs> I can't sing, but I love the movie and I love the song. Let me grab one more real quick. John, you've got a 17 Armada Platinum with 100 grand on it, and you want to get a truck. Your payoff is, what's it say here? Your payoff's 30000 yeah, yeah, it's, it's 30, 30,500 or, 30, or 31,000 right after. You are upside down even in this crazy high market because of the miles. Yeah. You got a four-year-old Nissan, which was mass-produced. It's got 100,000 miles on you and 30 grand. I, I'm, I don't know if you could write a check to get out of the negative equity, so I'm not going to take the time to look it up, but I'm going to guess it's really low 20s is the, is the money on it. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com, put it in, and the computer will bid it immediately, and you'll have a hard bid in your hand. And that goes for anybody else that wants to sell their car. Go to GiveMeTheVIN VIN number, GiveMeTheVin.com, and uh, the, our computer system's cranked way up to today's market. It's it's higher. You're doing about yourself a favor by going to the website and getting a bid than calling me, because the computer's giving more money than I can physically say out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the prices are so high. I right. can't. I'm having trouble offering what, what we pay. Now, I, I, I'm not giving as much as the, my own people yeah. are. Yeah, because I don't believe it. I can't believe it's true. <laughs> it's so high. Remember, if you'd like to get some flowers for Mother's Day, go to johnclaywolf.com and click the Gordon Boswell's link. Uh, they're friends of mine, and I believe in what they do. And they said if they get the order before noon, they can deliver them by Mother's Day. GiveMeTheVin.com is America's best car buyer. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker out.